Yeah, welcome to Weird Just Messages podcast. Of course, I'm Mike. What's happening? It's Marcus. And of course, I can't do this thing without my dog Drew Money on the boards. Uh, uh, y'all feeling? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, weather hit us with a big 180 in less than 48 hours. It's crazy because I seen you tweet Friday, Drew. You've been like, "Well, it went from 80 something to like 55. It's cold out here. It's cold as shit. That shit was feeling good too. That one was feeling real good. And that shit just said, nah, we got to come in here. You got to switch things up a little bit, man. But how y'all doing, man? How was everybody week? My week was good, man. My week was good. It's just crazy that the weather smacked us on the Easter sun, on the Easter weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know Usually. everybody was looking forward to be a, a, Being outside. a, a, a sunny weekend and yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, we back at, we missed last week. My uh, apologies for that. You know, things happen. But, you know, we back for y'all this week, man. Um Damn man, it, it, I don't know when. I feel like when we when we take a week off, that that shit kind of feel like the next week got here kind of faster. I don't know, it's yeah. weird. I don't know. Yeah, but a lot it's like a lot goes on between the week you miss and now. So. It does. That's why I think that's why I feel like that. Yeah, that's why I feel like that. Y'all did anything? Um, anything interesting this week? Nah, man, I was just chilling this week. Uh, you know, my job we had the Friday off, so I just been oh, Good Friday, yeah. So okay, I just yeah, really yeah. just been. Nigga was at work. That were, but shit, you know, getting that cheese. So that's all that matters. I but. feel you, Drew. How was uh the uh, the fashion show in um in Charlotte? That was a good time. It was a blast. Um, I mean, it was a great experience for a first entity of many to come. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, it was a good vibe. Good people. Um, good energy. The models did their thing. The performers, the rappers did their thing. Um, met some dope ass people. Um, I mean, we got hit with bad weather there because they. You had oh, to, it was raining. Yeah, I mean, it was it was bad. It was storming and shit. So Dreamville even had to push back an hour. So we pushed back an hour also. Okay, um, okay, okay. But it was um, it was a good time, man. Raleigh, this is. I mean, I'm from Durham, so it was mm-hmm. like to be in Raleigh was is like kind of being like back at home, but also it was like. Well, I ain't never seen Raleigh like this. Like it was black. Right. Like it was. I was around the right people to show me a good time in Raleigh. I feel. You know what I mean? Like it was black as fuck. Um, I mean, of course it was sprinkles, whatever. But everywhere we went, it was black as fuck. Good vibes, mm-hmm. bad things. Like yeah, it was good vibes, man. Like all in all, man, great trip. Like it's been a from. This continues to be great weeks, man. Like yeah. put a different type of work shit. New in, York man. seemed like three weeks ago. That shit was two months ago. Nah, facts. <laughs> that shit was already two months facts. ago. That shit, wow. And fucking swim, swim volume three is in um next month in May in mm-hmm. Houston. So you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a lot of shit popping right now, bro. Yeah, you know it says popping. more time going, the faster that shit kick up, man. The faster time going. That's what's up, man. Shout out my nigga JT per yeah, usual. They got big doing up, this got. thing. Oh, yeah. They got the whole team, man. Niggas put the good work in, for real. Um, just you know, Ant was out there. Yeah, Ant was out there. Lou was Shout out there. Um, no, big up the guys, man. Like it's big up Urban Gorillas. You know what I mean? Like just how everything just forms together. Like everything clicks, man. It just it just makes sense. So it, it makes shit very easy to want to continue to do this type of work and put in this good work. You know, mm-hmm. um, fucking. Woke up the other day, fucking saw my picture on Forbes and yes, shit. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, just about to bring that up. Man, I was just about to bring that bro. up. It's been a fucking good week, bro. Like, I mean, it's just more, you know, if you feel, if you just feel like, bro, like, 
you need a lighter, like a fire needs to be lit under you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And shit like this happens. It's like, I bet, like, we back on this energy. You know what I mean? This, Facts. this shit yeah. just doesn't die down, you know? Like, and that's sometimes we get burnt out. Like, a nigga tired as fuck, bro. Like, don't get me fucked up. Yeah. I am tired. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. it's a good tire because it's rewarding as fuck for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you get to work. see your work yeah. be on that on that type of level. Yeah, like that. That's what's up. Yeah. So, I, I didn't get the peep. The day, the day, uh, did they have your name under the under so the picture? So that was that was the thing. Um, so Forbes, I would talk about that shit afterwards. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, got you, I got you. I got you. I got you. But yeah, bro. That, you know, thank you. Big up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's, it's just the way that how everything went about that shit. That's why I was really caught off guard to even see the shit because yeah. I'm like, yeah. and like the people just it's again. It was wild because when you when you said that's when the people had reached out to me from the. Uh, the shit on Instagram, oh, okay. and then you came with the with the the full shit. I was yeah. like, oh shit, like that shit all happened. Like, I'll tell you, man, shit happening in waves. Hey, bro, good waves. You know good what I mean? Waves. Niggas getting slapped with. I mean, audio problems. Is even starting with this shit, you know. But this it's just problems that you just gotta figure this shit out. And fucking here we are, you know. Yeah, man. Just can't get yourself down, man. Yeah. Like, should be. Should be Aggie, man. It's fucking technology. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. But, um, you know, you just got to push through, man, yeah, and find a fucking way. When, you, when you're doing the, what you love and, like, moving in the right direction, things always just tend to work out. Facts. So. Facts. Facts. But it's, it takes a lot of believing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> nigga, some, some mornings I'm like, dog. I like I dreamt about how I'm gonna do this edit. You know what I mean? So I wake up and it's like four and I'm like, God, let me go ahead and knock this shit out right quick before I go to work so I can send it to myself and I can pull it up on my iPad. Yeah, so I can yeah. finish up the edit on my iPad. You can do that oh, I was about to ask you, you can do it on the iPad? What's that? The edits. Some things. Okay. Yeah, some things. I mean it's I mean, I know the iPad is versatile now. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. fuck with it, but yeah, no, I ain't I, never had one. I got one for my ex. Nah, that shit was um this it's it's worth it. I mean, if you need colorations, like if you want to go into it, you know what I mean. Like there's cheat codes with cameras, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Sony's you don't really have to fucking do too much with it. I remember you was telling yeah, me that. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, for me, I like to get into the picture and like clean up some clean shit. up some yeah, shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just because, just naturally being outside and and figuring where you're gonna take your shots and stuff, there'd be shit that you don't even realize until you take the picture. But now you don't touch. So you like the process, just going through editing. For it, sure. Just okay. For sure. And I like, but then it's fulfilling for me because I enjoy uh -huh. doing it. It's like because I got the stylus of the pen, so mm. it makes it a, a little bit easier. It's like drawing and removing and all that shit, man. But getting wrinkles out of clothes, like you can't do that shit with your finger. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you're gonna need that that stylus to really get into that shit. But yeah, man. Worth the investment. I feel like technology advances every single day. It does. Yeah. And it's annoying because you can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time you think you got the peak of something, something else comes out. Especially when it comes to cameras and editing yeah. photos and shit. No, they got they already got another black magic out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, but it's like it's not even like a camera setup. It's like a it's it's just really just for straight shooting movies and all kind of shit, bro. Oh, shit. Like it's yeah. The shit? Man, the kits they be having on cameras now, bro. This shit be it'll be looking like some transformer type for shit. Real. For real. For real, for real. And them shit be like But then when you actually see what it's shooting, when you it's like, oh, okay, I see why that was put together like that. Yeah. Like I seen a video of a uh, of a car just driving through the rain, like on one of them back roads that they be having like commercials mm -hmm. and shit. So they showing you the raw footage like with the iPhone. 
Yeah. Like showing the camera, then the you know the rain. Yeah. But then when they actually showed this shit with shoes, like oh shit, this looked like something out of Fast Five or some shit. Oh, they got like, yeah, it, it's just so much advancement every day when it comes to technology, man. For sure, every day. And that shit is annoying because I just I want it all. You know what I mean? I just I really want it all. Yeah, you just it. told me you wanted to go ahead and get a. Uh, Excuse me, you want to go ahead and get a um. Yeah. And I, I probably will. I, I mean, that's a goal for the end of the year. By the end of the year, to get it, you know what I'm saying? I got you. But sometimes I just see that uh, that little cell be on. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I, I need to be calm. Got to be calm. Patience, be calm. patience, patience is key. You know I, mean? I was about to send you something the other day. I said, No, I ain't gonna send it to her. No, <laughs> don't send me no shit, bro. I don't have to send it to somebody else. Bro. I need that card number, bro. I was on Amazon looking at some shit. I'm like, man, let me get this from the black man. I'm like, nah, nah, I don't need that. I don't need that. That would just be showing off. I don't need it. Nah, them shit just the rigs on them shit. Like Mike was saying. Like, yeah, the range, like, man. The range is is, yeah. is endless. Like, I just saw. I just saw the back brace. That the back brace is one of the things that it's like a, a gimbal, but you're you're the motion the motion of it. So like if you're moving left, it's gonna swing left. So it's the backpack. Like the back brace was basically it was like. Six thousand, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not even the attachment that you have to put onto it. That's just Damn. the brace itself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yeah. shit, you could shoot a whole movie like that with oh, your facts. with that camera. You could shoot a movie for, I mean, what like maybe a hundred, hundred grand now, some shit. Man, you can do a lot. You could do a lot. Like I showed my the the 4K and the 6K Pro. Mm. Um. They just there's a movie coming out. They shot the whole movie in those two cameras, and the th- uh, the trailer of that shit just is like, what the fuck, all this shit. It's crazy. All on those so- those cameras, mm-hmm. like, yeah. 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 The shit that advanced now. A lot of yeah. people don't know about them though, because you can't get them like in your regular stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I say Stan put me on that shit, but you can't go to like Best Buy or something like that. Cop that shit. You have to strictly get it. You got to go at the site. site, or some Amazon that they carries it. Yeah. 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 Or BM, BMH, that's a like a website. BMH is like the the mecca of electronic heads. Like it, it has okay. every fucking thing that you can think of, everything. But their stores in New York, and that's why niggas were like, did you go there? And I was like, nah, I'm, are you crazy? I was gonna come back even more broke. <laughs> yeah, nigga would have lost his mind in there. Come on, that's hundred dollar Uber rides. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, the Uber, the Uber ride from the airport definitely was a hundred. Everything else was like fifty five, sixty. You know what I'm saying? Sixty so, around the yeah. city. So. Those shits that. add up, bro. I ain't lying. Those shits add up. Corners, bro. I took a one from Manhattan to Brooklyn. That cost me a cool 50. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's nuts because shit don't be that far. It just be, it just be so much traffic. 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 And one-way streets and shit. One-way like, streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It don't be that far. So it really do make sense to walk or take a bike. Yeah, the city, the city is just... Nah. It's cool, but I wouldn't go. I wouldn't live there. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm be real. I would have to be super rich. I'm be real with you. When I first went up there, I was up there with my girl, and when we was up there, she she used to that shit because her people from Brooklyn, so she used to going back and forth up there. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna lie. We left the hotel like around maybe ten, eleven. By like six o'clock, bro, I went back and went to sleep. I'm like, dog, this every because niggas is moving too fast for me. Like my country <laughs> ass, my little South Carolina ass. I was like, dog, I'm going back upstairs, bro. I'm going to sleep. Like y'all doing too much. Like them boy back out to like her and her family was out to like two or three something in the morning. Like. 
no, my ass is asleep by that time, you yeah. know. But it, that was the first night. Then the second night now, then I was like, all right, I got to hang this night. So I hung out to like four in the morning type shit. But It's easy to do that shit. It's easy to, to get lost of time yeah. in New York. But, I mean, I... I couldn't live there, like Mike said. Too. Yeah, I no, 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 man. It's, it's not a much. city for me. Uh-uh. Yeah. I wouldn't go back. I'm sorry. That, I'd that, do that, work. Pr- I'd have to do more work out there. But yeah, living out there, no. Yeah, I would have to be well, well off for yeah. me to be living, especially in Manhattan area. Yeah. And I would only want to go during the summertime. Period. That's what they say. That's what everybody says. Yeah, they say if you live during the summertime. Yeah, up I wouldn't want to go in the wintertime. It wasn't really that bad though, like just weather wise. When we went up there, Shit. I would say <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was that bad for you, nigga. We I was moving a lot around. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause we were from location to location to location to location. Nigga, in the morning it was snowing. <laughs> I, by the time you got to the venue, it wasn't snowing. Anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, that was when we was at the cathedral, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm um, for it to be that cold to snow, bro. It's cold. Yeah, nigga. it's a different kind of cold. I lie, and I have now friends. one of them days when uh, that when we had the penthouse yeah. show, oh, no, that, that wind was whipping that day. <laughs> it was, and I know because I I could have I walked from the hotel to that spot. It was yeah. within walking distance. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, <laughs> I had to like mentally prep myself that day, bro. That wind was whipping, bro. Because water was right there. It was right off the water. Right off the water. But nah, shit, even at Times Square, that shit was whipping. I didn't go that day. I knew better. Well, yeah, been, Times Square was whipping, bro. You ever felt the wind whipping so hard, you, you start to cry oh, damn near? Sure. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That, that shit fuck with your tear ducts now. The lotion didn't stand a chance out there, bro. It was that cold. For real. For real. And I had new ink, too, so it was like, dog, my leg been extra crunchy, dog. Word, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, but shout out to them boys doing, nah, man. Pick up, pick up. I want to start off with some funny shit, man. This shit had me dying all week. Let me see. Here we go. <laughs> oh, shit. Michael Jordan cut his hair because of us. Huh? Michael Jordan... <laughs> Cut his hair bald because of Onyx. Because of Onyx. Get out of here. Do the knowledge, nigga. No, shout out to Fredro. I want to know what make niggas. Remember we had the episode a few weeks back. No, this shit. This is actually a few months back. Uh, the I started. Yeah. So everybody talking about they started some shit. This nigga said, but if you if you listen to the rest of it, if you got because you gotta watch the whole shit. Yeah. They was like, my my Jordan had that fro, didn't he? Michael Jordan never had a Michael Jordan never had a fucking fro. He was like, oh, all right, all right, I got it. All right, you might you might got me on that one. Man, the niggas want to take credit for everything, bro. Oh, that nigga's tripping. Like, boy, Michael Jordan been ball since he been 21, 22, nigga. No, Slam came out in '93, bro. Like, Slam came out in '93. This nigga Mike been ball since like what '87. 87, 86. 87, 86. And even when Slam was out, that nigga was not fucking with no Onyx, nigga. He wouldn't even know who the hell y'all was, bro. That nigga was listening to Kenny Lattimore. And like, I'm going to walk up to that boy. I'm trying to be like, who the fuck is these little niggas? What the fuck is y'all? Like, they treat that boy like a millionaire, ain't it? For real, nigga. That boy real greasy at the casino, you know? Dog, that shit had me weak as fuck. But I was like, man, what is wrong with this nigga, man? Nigga said, <laughs> nigga said, Michael Jordan cut his hair ball because of us. Because of Onyx. Because of Onyx, nigga. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't bring back. Even though the nine, them early 90s, mid-90s did have the, 
the wave where everybody was just rocking the baldy. Yeah. Even if you had hair, niggas just rocking yeah. the baldy. Yeah. That was the look. Everybody had that shit. But honestly, bro, like when it come to us, to be, I think Aaron Hall really started that shit. To be honest, baldy. As far as like within, all, I could be wrong, but he was really like one of the first entertainers I really seen. I like think it, Jordan really started the ball. Well, yeah, he did, but yeah. I'm just talking about when you talking about music, well, music rap and R and B. Music wise, yeah, you got to go with like Aaron Hall, Jodeci. I say Aaron Hall. Aaron Hall was out before them. Yeah, Aaron Hall was out before them. But I'm just saying who was like popularizer, like Aaron Hall, Jodeci. Then, of course, pop. Yeah, because I always say now, he's a goat, but Kells, R. Kelly, R. Kelly took that man's yeah. style, bro. Yeah, true, true. I'll give you that. <laughs> Real, a lot of people, went, they wouldn't say that because it's Aaron Hall, but, dog, if you go back and you look at, room, like, uh, what's the name? Uh, public service? Yeah. Public service announcement? And all that that whole time frame, that's definitely Aaron Hall's, like, steez, bro. Facts. Sure. I mean, Kells did it better. I'm just saying, like he definitely. Yeah, he was. Definitely go back and look at that shit, bro. You'll see that nigga definitely took Aaron Hall swag, bro. But yeah, you could say that him. Who else? As far as with the Baldy, yeah, yeah, like Jim, Jodeci, Pac, Pac, of course, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause Pac had hair. He had hair, and yeah. He, you know, he chopped that shit. shit. That nigga, shit. He been bald probably since what? His second album. Yeah, probably his second album because he had. The yeah, Gumby he he was bald on I get around. Yeah, yeah, because he had the yeah. Gumby and Juice, and then after Juice, he chopped that shit. Yeah, off. he chopped that shit. Up. Yeah, my dog had the Gumby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. So that that nigga went bald early. Yeah, but niggas, yeah, niggas was going. Tyrese. Bald, yeah, Tyrese. Niggas was going bald voluntarily. Voluntarily. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like niggas was just Jada. Yeah, yeah, Jada went bald. <laughs> Hell, that Yeah. That- <laughs> That nigga got hair, bro. That nigga been bald this whole time, yeah. bro. That shit crazy. Insane. <laughs> right. Then out of nowhere, Jada just... Pop up with the Caesar. Word. It's like, he's hell for that. Who else? DMX? Yeah, DMX. I don't think he had really a choice, though. I always known him to have bald hair, but... Yeah, he came out yeah. the gate like that. Shit, I think Hove low-key had a little baldy when he yeah, first came out, didn't Hove, he? R. Hove Kelly. Baldy. Yeah, yeah, we said R. Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hove definitely had the baldy. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon had a ball. He had a baldy? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say, no, that ain't had no baldy. No, in drumline, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 he, cut, yeah he had to cut his braids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nigga had the baldy in the 2000s. Nigga, that shit was skip up on that. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was Niggas horrible. Because he said he wanted to fade. No, that nigga got a light-ass Caesar. Well, he still had a lineup and everything, though. No, nah, that shit was fucked, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Baldy kind of died out in like two, like two thousands. Niggas started just Baldy's like, probably died out around 03. Yeah, oh three. Then niggas started switching up the braids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then, but but you know you know waves the, is always still. Yeah, in. waves is always still in style. The low Caesar was always still in style. <laughs> but yeah, niggas transition to about the braids. Mm-hmm. Fade is always gonna be in style. But yeah, man. But for niggas. Who realizing that they need to go bald just need to do that shit though now. Like, don't Man. try to save that line, bro. If that 80, line done, that line done. When 85 South was going in on Funny Marco, my nigga, that shit <laughs> had me dying. That nigga say, he said, you got about two more summers on that haircut. <laughs> he said, you think you could try to hide it because you growing it out. No, that's the oldest trick in the book. I see that. You you supposed to be able to touch your eyebrow and touch your hairline. Look at Clayton shit. His shit, you can't. He said, your forehead ain't that big. And they gave him oh, He said, you got about two months. Go yeah. ahead. He said, if you trying to save it, go ahead now. Go ahead. Get them to take that from the vet. Put that up. <laughs> that nigga had me dying, bro. 
He said that you think you doing all them funny faces to try to make it look like it ain't that big. No. <laughs> Cause I used to do that too. Go ahead and come on to the ball. Like Chico said that. No, that was uh Carlos that was Carlos, Carlos selling that. Oh, yeah, but Carlos you know Chico Chico don't care. Yeah. You know, he still be braiding his shit. He got yeah. the he got the George Jefferson, but he still yeah. be braiding his shit. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. He, don't he give said a fuck. that he, he, he said be doing that game. to troll, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that nigga still be braiding that shit, bro. That shit, wow. that shit just got a big gap like this, and then just got. The I, I be trying like, to tell niggas, man. In between that twenty six to twenty twenty nine window, probably maybe twenty five to twenty nine window, you know which way you're gonna be trending. You yeah. either know you going your hairline is gonna be in good standing, or you know it's gonna be getting up out of there. And if you realize it's gonna be getting up out of there, just go ahead and save yourself the pain, man. It's yeah. okay. So, cause you you got two types of niggas, niggas who oblige and niggas who ignore it. Or nigga, and you, but you got the niggas who try to fight it too. Get the get the fake two pays and get the the spray line. Yeah, that's that's the ignore that's the ignore group. that's the ignore group. I, I was about to say I, I heard that shit last about two three weeks. Man, I heard the, the I heard the little when they put the shit on and they glue it down and they cut it. You got the waves. They say that shit lasts about two three weeks. So you got to go back to him in the next two three weeks. Yeah, I guess to go ahead peel that shit off, do a new one. <laughs> 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 I don't know how long the locks last. I don't know how I don't know how long the locks last. They they got the locks, they got the braids, they do all that shit, bro. Real shit. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's like going for oil change, bro. I feel like if you rock, I feel like if you rocking like that, you better tell them women about that shit. Real talk. I done had girls ask me that shit, bro. Real talk. The ones be getting fooled out here. They be trying to know that's a nigga real here or not for real. That's funny, man. I ain't gonna lie. That's funny, bro. <laughs> Niggas got all type. You could literally probably... I don't know how they got this shit set. I don't even know how that shit worked. You could probably just go in there and be like, okay, I want locks, braids, or I want the, the wave. <laughs> I want the wave piece, piece. That's what we <laughs> Okay, so you, sorry, so you go there. <laughs> take the shit and post it. Okay, so you go like this. Yeah. That's good. No, no, no. Let me get the other one. Let me get the other one. <laughs> No, that shit, no, no, no. I no, listen, hey, niggas, niggas is a hey, man. Hey, that's too much, man. Just cut that shit, bro. They don't Just embrace do it, that shit. They man. don't want to do that shit, man. You gotta embrace. I don't understand that why shit, niggas don't want to do that shit, bro. I don't understand boy, why niggas want to do lot, that. That's a so, lot, boy. So, so <laughs> that's a lot to, to save your hair. That's a lot. So, I want the maintenance on that motherfucker gotta be crazy. So you better have it because that's extra. That's extra bread going towards just your hair. And you know any barber who doing that type of shit charging over? Oh 100. yeah, they charging over hundred. They charging. Over I think 100. that's running about one thirty. Yeah, probably 130, 140, You know some shit like that. You spending one forty every two weeks on a hair piece. Every two to three weeks. Yes. That's a lot of fucking a, bread, bro. Dog, that's insane. That's a lot of fucking bread. Oh my that's god, some madness. bro. That is funny, bro. So but we niggas living like that. Hey man, get it how you live. <laughs> so I had seen some shit this week that kind of made me mad. Um, mm. there's been a couple of these going around. Actually, we didn't get to talk about it because of course we missed last week. So this nigga Case, man, this nigga Case said Luther Vandross can't even be in the same class with Charlie Wilson when it comes to singing. I'm gonna play the clip real quick. Oh wow. This shit wild. Let me see this. Charlie Wilson sing better than Luther? Charlie Wilson snoring sing better than, than Luther. Really? For real? 
you must not you just listen to the Gap Band. No, it's not that I don't listen to the Gap Band, but we're talking like voice for voice. Voice for voice. Bro, I don't, I'm sorry, man. That's voice for voice. I, I know you do this, and but God damn. Like, voice for voice? You got Charlie and Luther. You right. got Charlie Wilson over Luther. Way over Luther. Way over Luther. Way over Like, him. way over him. Way over him. Way over <sighs> Way over. In case we, in case we disagree, bro. Man, we disagree. So, dog, when I heard that shit, so the first person I heard, of course, was my mom. Yeah. I had to let my mom hear that shit. She said, "Hell no, yeah, <laughs> hell no." Now I'm not mad if somebody picks somebody over somebody. Y'all know how I stand when it comes to shit like that. But to say way over my nigga, yeah. that's mad disrespectful, Luther bro. Classics, man. Fuck the classics, the voice. Yeah. Let's just start there. Like yeah. that. See that that was the foundation of his argument. We talking about singing voice, nah. Singing voice, Luther. With Charlie Wilson, I love Charlie Wilson, but to say he like he snores better than Luther. Nah, that's that's disrespectful. And Case do his thing. Case got some classic records that I still bump to this day. But no, I can't take that. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I don't care how good yeah, of a singer you are when you say some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know Snoring. about that one. And he probably didn't mean no disrespect, but it did sound like it was a big. It's like my nigga, you talking about Luther? Like he trades songs or something when it comes to the vocals, yeah. nigga. That was a dis- that was way disrespectful. No, yeah, I, I don't even know how you can gauge that just off singing ability. Because when I think about it, I mean they both legendary. So Luther might have more range than him. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, because, man, Luther could sing the high shit. Luther could sing the low baritone shit. Luther could get into a lot of bags, man. Luther could get into a lot of bags um, on his singing voice. So Hell yeah, I was just, just thinking say, about yes. So to, to, to just say that he would snore better than him? Nah, man, you got Luther fucked up. Is Charlie Charlie Wilson hitting that, that bass like that? Nah, he's not hitting that little bass like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. You know, I'm, I'm think thinking so. about Charlie. I'm, all Charlie should be high, man. All that's what I was just about to think about that. Like, but he's nice with it too, though. I'm just saying. But when it comes to that range, now nah, Luther got more range, bro. Yeah. I think it's a lot of them niggas. They all in the same class: mm-hmm. Stevie, Luther, mm-hmm. Charlie. Um, who else? I'm missing somebody. Luther, Charlie, Teddy, uh, T- Teddy. Uh, as far as the voice, as far as the voice. Let me think. Teddy we P. We want to go voice wise. What about Al Green? Yeah, Al Green. I put Al Green in there. Al Green, Teddy P. I I, I think that Luther sing better than Teddy P. Yeah, he sing better than Teddy P. Overall, he do. But Teddy P had that. Teddy P had that strong. Voice that yeah, that he had a strong voice. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me? Like when when Teddy P. Even back when he was you know Mel um Melvin in the Blue Notes. You know what I'm saying that nigga had like a. He was like leading that shit with a strong background voice and shit, and then they Facts. would let him get lead and shit. So, yeah, man, Teddy, Teddy always had that strong voice. So I have to put him up there. Yeah, Al, of course. Um, you know, you could put Marvin in there, but Marvin's voice is Marvin's more, special. Yeah, he was special, but his voice is more on the smooth shit. You know, it was very, very melodic, smooth. Very melodic, smooth. Yeah. I put him in like the top three, though. Yeah, because he was top he three, was top the greatest five. at what he was doing. I think for me, I think Stevie the best male singer. You go Stevie? Okay, I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking that because Stevie, Stevie, Stevie was doing it all too, playing the piano and singing and write. Well, I mean, 
Yeah, he, he did. did it all. He did it all. Yeah, he did it all. Uh, I I just don't understand how when we get to I don't understand. Why I think we always rearrange, try to rearrange history so much, dog. Even like I said with the Onyx shit, like why are we always trying to rearrange history <laughs> so much? I it, don't it's know. Been a, it's been a thing of like over these past couple years with the internet that people I understand everybody got their own opinion. Yeah, fact. Some facts. shit is just like. I'm not mad. If Case would have just said, I feel like Charlie Wilson, the better singer than Luke. That's, that's cool. Fine. That's fine. But to but say nigga. is fucking. This big of a fucking guy. Like, come on. Like, no. You feel me? Like, I feel like we trying to re. We always trying to rearrange history now, bro. And it didn't used to be like that. You know who's an underrated singer? Um, Carl, Carl Carlton. You know who sing a. She's a bad mama jamma? Yeah. He's very underrated for singing voice. Okay. I put him like in that. I feel like he under the Stevie Wonder tree. He kind of got like some Stevie vibes when he sing. Okay. It's a lot of niggas that fall like fall off under certain trees. Yeah. When I hear them sing, like so, because Aaron, I would put Aaron Hall under Charlie Wilson. Yeah, they both get carry that same kind of vibe. They carry that same yeah. type of tone. Yeah. Matter of fact, they got a song together on um, they got a song together on uh the Boomerang soundtrack. It's okay. gonna be all right. Okay, they man. they basically did like a duet on that shit. All right, yeah. Yeah, Charlie and uh, Aaron Hall, they got a duet on that shit. Matter of fact, he said he that's like his mentor. He looked up to him. Okay, all right, yeah. I so I can see that. I can see that. They both got the same type of like when they sing in the like the high pitch voice, the Facts. energy on the track. Cause Charlie had a lot of energy on his tracks too when he was singing. So yeah, yeah man, I can this, see that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, but you got a lot of people. You got a lot of people who got like. They're kind of like exactly in the same range when it comes to the singing. You know, songs may be different, but when it comes to singing, nah, these niggas is... Mike, I got to put Mike up there. Yeah. Mike had a special voice. Yeah. He did, but... Nah, I can't get with, I can't get with that case take. I'm sorry, no. We're not doing that. Nah. Sorry. Oh, that shit that was going around this week about the, uh, the people that look alike, but you didn't think... They did look Yeah, up? yeah, I seen that. Nigga, that yeah. shit the old old girl from uh from the Steve Harvey show and then Shorty from uh, the game, the white girl. Cause you it was just a white, it was Kelly? Kelly. Kelly and then uh Tasha Mack? Not Tasha, the other uh, one was Levita. Levita Oh, LaVita J- Oh, okay, they okay. They do okay. look alike, oh, wow, don't wow. they? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that nose and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a few of them that had me tripping, bruh. Yeah. The boy said, old girl who be going viral look like Young Thug. Oh. They had, uh, uh who I I, I mean, Meg, Meg and Queen Latifah. Yeah, I always see the Meryl Streep and Future one. Um, Gucci and motherfucking, uh, Gucci and damn Aretha Franklin. Nigga, <laughs> <Lega>, that shit. <laughs> Gucci and Aretha Franklin looking alike. And the pictures that they use, I'm like, dog, Twitter is undefeated, bro. That shit had me. That that probably had me the weakest, bro. That one. Who was it? Love the good one. Um, I seen a little bit. I can't remember. Keith Sweat and um. Oh, Keith Sweat and um and, and um Matthew Michael Jackson daddy on the on the movie. Yeah, yeah dog, I forgot he, his he name. He was in Cooley High. Yeah, I can't yeah, think of yeah, his yeah, name. Who died in Cooley High? There, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, yeah. The the bastard Duke. Joe yeah. Jackson. Yeah, Joe Jackson. Yeah. Oh man, who else? Oh, uh, Shaka Khan and Nikki. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Definitely yeah. look just alike. 
Uh, who was? They had Tasha Mac and Glorilla. Ta- that one threw me. That one threw me for a loop. I didn't even peep that. that they def- look just alike. Yeah, I'm about to say that. Def- they definitely could be Ken somewhere down the line. The one said Barney and Shannon Sharp, man. <laughs> Disrespected dog. <laughs> then somebody had pulled off the wire talking about I thought his head also like the windshield of a uh <laughs> oh man tripping or some shit like that. <laughs> oh shit. The boy had future in that white lady. Yeah, Meryl Street. Meryl Street, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They had him next to somebody. I think it was just because of that 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 actual that smile that they yeah. was doing. Uh, trying to think of another. It was Smokey Robinson and who's that white dude, man? I can't think. Of, that shit had me weak. I can't. I can't remember. But shout out to that thread though. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, my man. partner said that uh, Smokey Robinson and Tiny could be related. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. He's a number. He's a number. Hell one. yeah. They could be related. Yeah, hell yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Geeky when he told me that shit, No, man. Hell no, no. That's wild, bro. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man. Let me see if I can find that shit, man. That shit had me weak as fuck. I don't think I still got that shit. But they was going in on that fucking thread, man. Um, It was another one. Because, um... Who was that, man? That Gucci and Aretha Franklin. That Gucci and Aretha Franklin. That was crazy, man. That shit was kind of crazy, dog. Nah, you out of pocket, bro. Mm -hmm. You out of pocket. That shit was. You ain't had to get down like that. that If you was going to put Gucci with somebody, I didn't think it was going to be Aretha Franklin, bro. Like, no, that was was wild. I can't find that shit, but. Yeah, man. Shout out to. (laughs) Shout out to that thread, man. Niggas is unhinged on that motherfucker, man. That shit wild. So, um, Jonathan Majors, man, um, this nigga got caught up. So, of course, everybody know there was an incident that happened between him and uh, his girlfriend where, you know, police had to be called because hands were allegedly put on her. And text messages released after the fact, after, you know, he met Bond and everything like that. I don't know why his lawyer decided to release these text messages because to me it didn't look like it did him no favors. Basically, it looked like she was uh, saying, like, you know, I'll tell them, you know, it was my fault. Yeah, the cover-up. Like, basically like a cover-up, so. I don't know, man. What what y'all niggas think, man? You think he gonna come from underneath this shit? I don't think this gonna affect this bag, man. I I don't think so, neither. I think he's still... But he, he seems guilty as fuck, in my opinion. Yeah, because them, sh- it, them text messages that look like she was trying to cover up for the man. You better get him know, a new team. I don't know why the hell he. I don't know why the hell his lawyer would put that out though. Like, don't you, if you read the text messages, it's obviously if she obviously is saying words that are pointing to her trying to you know cover it up for Brad, mm-hmm. trying not to you know fuck it up. So it seemed like some bribing was in there. Yeah, behind the scenes, I broke off some cheese. You know, but if there's a video out there. How much TMZ paying for it? We're probably gonna get probably like you know half a mil. That's what I was thinking, right at half a mil. Half a mil. That's starting price. Yeah, half a mil. But if it come out and it's like on some Ray Rice shit, then what? But I think that shit would have came out by now, bro. But we're in, that's what I'm saying. We're in New, it's in New York. There's millions of cameras out here. I'm pretty sure something would have caught that shit. Maybe a corner store, a had light to. pole, had to something would a person somebody would have caught that shit. But if nobody catch that shit, I don't. I don't think, you know, 
I don't think we'll get a video coming out. I think he'll be able to skate on this. Now, if there was a video out, then yeah, it's a different story. But he's straight right now. He'll, he'll he's fine. You know, timing is everything, though. Because remember when that Ray Rice video came out, he was supposed to join that team that Monday. And I remember because mm-hmm. I was at Tampa Bay, Florida, after we played the Bucks week one. Yeah. I'm on the way back that Monday morning because the shit hit the timeline around 10 o- 9, 9, 10, because mm-hmm. he was set to join the scene for practice. Mm-hmm. Ray Rice video dropped. Done. Out of here. Haven't played since. So who's to say there might not be a situation where Jonathan Majors got another movie coming out? Major, major movie. And they drop it. And right. they drop that shit right there. Timing is a motherfucker now. That That's be, all I'm saying. That, that, I mean, they move like that, so it, it wouldn't surprise me, but I'd be like, God damn. Just man. like with the Draymond and Pool shit? Mm-hmm. Like, we heard about it, and then how much time had passed? Probably like a week, two weeks? Then that shit if that, then this shit dropped right before the season or mm-hmm. something like that? Right before training camp. Hey, man. That's all I'm saying, man. You, I don't know, man. It just seemed like Jonathan Majors might skate on this one, man. Now, I thought he would have been done because I think she was a white girl. I don't know. I never seen a girl. But I'm assuming it was a white woman. And yeah, no, that nah, dog, you can't do that, man. And you, Jonathan Majors, at the end of the day, she's snatching your phone, my nigga. First of all, it's not like you can't get another woman. Number two, it's not like you can't get another phone. And essentially, it's like, but you saw that tweet that was going around after that shit dropped about how there's a there's an actor that has been, you know, been very popular lately. Women all of a sudden find him attractive, but behind the scenes, like, he's very nasty, yes, very yeah. abusive. Da, da, da. So everybody's trying to say that's possibly about him. Uh, possibly, yeah, that's possibly mm-hmm. about him. Okay. That's a, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's interesting. Like you said. I mean, you know what name tags. So my thing be, you got to start attaching names to shit like that. Yeah, because that's, I mean, assumption is a motherfucker. Some, some people shouldn't have to play blues clues when it comes to shit like that, man. Please put a name on or something just for, you know, because there's no name on it around the time it happened. You can only, one can only assume it's about breath, but nobody's put a name on it. So all you're going to get is a bunch of assumptions and nobody's, and he's not going to probably try to clear up no assumptions because he's like, man, I'm, I don't got to worry about that shit. I'm straight. But in the public's perception, they might look at him another way. So, I mean, when you look at it, I'll put it to you like this. When you start hitting your peak and whatever field that you're in, you got to be very cautious, man. But a lot of these niggas can't help it because that may be just them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you never know. At the end of the day, you never know these niggas. So you never know what type of patterns they have, how they behave around women, how they re- behave around their friends, mm-hmm. you know, their mother, their auntie, whoever, mm-hmm. the, any type of woman. You don't, You just don't never know. So you can't idolize these motherfuckers, man. Yeah. You can't idolize them. And it seems like Jonathan Majors, you know, he's trending up towards, you know, hitting like his peak as yeah. far as cinema. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like he was doing his thing in Love Calf Country. You know, he was in um he was in uh The Harder They Fall. Yeah, which the was five, a great movie. Five Bloods. He was in that movie? Yeah, wasn't he? He wasn't the um somebody's son in that movie, wasn't he? Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. He was um Delroy Lindo. Yeah, Del he was Delroy Lindo's son in that yeah. movie. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. That movie came out like two, three years ago, I think. Yeah. Matter of fact, that movie came out after Chadwick, because Chadwick passed away August 2020. Yeah, okay, okay. And that movie came out a little bit after that. Yup. Mm-hmm. Damn, that seemed like yesterday, bro. You know, it's been two years since DMX passed. Oh, Today. Damn. Oh, shit. Okay. Two years, nigga. Nah, time ain't real, bro. Damn, I was... Time ain't real. Yeah. That seemed like... 
Yeah, that seemed like a long. That seemed like a. That seemed like 2019, really. Honestly, for me, it seemed like shorter. It feels. It seemed like 2019. That that shit went by fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can see why you say that, but I don't know. It's some depths prep before 2020 that's eye open. I think because the pandemic just fucked everything up. But I think uh, Jonathan Major should just. Hey man, he, if he skates from under this, he got lucky. That's all I'm gonna say. He got real, real lucky. But if he got something else major coming up. I wouldn't be surprised if that um if that if that movie come out. I mean not that movie, if that video come out. Cuz I mean that's just how TMZ roll. That's how media roll period. Once yeah. you start hitting your peak on some shit and you got some shit that's possibly coming out like if that Draymond and Pool video could come out, I wouldn't be surprised if that Jonathan Majors video come out. Yeah, but especially would, if it, it happened outside the vehicle. That just would be crazy, man. If they like that would be so blatant and so obvious that they would drop that when this man about to drop a major. That's movie. how the shit go though. I, I, but that's damn, how that bro, shit that's go. That's foul. I mean, it ain't foul because if the nigga did what he did, then it is what it is. But it's just kind of, it's just how it's just how niggas do it, man. But you're right though. People gotta watch themselves, especially when they start to get a certain status. You gotta, you can't play the game the same way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you you you, you tricking yourself out your position. Mm-hmm. That's at how I look point, at it. Yeah. You trick yourself out your position. You don't ever want to put yourself in a situation where, you know, you could potentially fuck up your career over mm-hmm. three, what, three, five seconds mm-hmm. of some anger? No, dog, you got to move. You got to move smarter than that. Because he got, I think he got another movie that's supposed to come out with that Marvel shit. Because ain't he supposed to be Kang and Drew? Ain't he supposed to be like Kang in one of them uh Ant-Man? them shows? Like well, he wasn't Ant-Man. That was the uh, the last movie that came out. I ain't seen that shit, though. Mm-hmm. But, he played, but he plays Kang in that movie, so. Yeah, I would just have to see, but I don't know, man. I don't know, nigga. It's looking, it's looking very bleak. You got to keep that Marvel bag, bro. Once you in that Marvel bag, bro, you got to stay in that Marvel bag, bro. You can't get out that shit. Mm. Yeah, that shit, that, that shit taking care of a lot of people. Yeah. You going to stay in the movie. Because the dude that played Hawkeye, I didn't even know he was like in a real bad accident sometime back. Mm-hmm. But he said he'll be back. I didn't know he got fucked up that bad. Mm-hmm. Something happened to him. I know he got into act. It's Jeremy. I forgot. The yeah, Jeremy I can't remember his name. Yeah. Cause I seen. A, I think he got a documentary that's coming out about that shit. Oh, yeah, about his recovery and everything like that. I see yeah. him in a hospital bed. He was fucked up pretty bad. Something happened. I don't know if it happened on set or like outside of work. But yeah, it's good to see that he back though. Like yeah. they said, he'll be back soon to uh, start um, basically filming again and shit okay. like that. Um, doll who played Wolverine. Hugh Jackman? Yeah, I think he I think he's good. He has some health issues going on. Yeah, he's cancer free. He's cancer free. That's what's up. Yeah, shout out to Hugh. I ain't gonna lie, man. Shout out to Brett, because Logan is probably one is probably like out of all the X Men's. That's an elite fucking movie. That's like that's my favorite one, bro. That shit fire. Mm -hmm, That shit fire. That shit fire as hell, bro. So yeah, shout out to Brett, man. Um, so this shit really threw me off. Um the cash app owner got killed, man. Yeah, man. You talk. We talk about uh, timing. We talk about timing. But what 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 could be what could be the reason why that this man got stabbed up in L.A. and then he was he he was he was in San Francisco. He was in San Francisco. My bad. Yeah. He got stabbed like early in the morning, bro. Bob Lee. Um, R.I.P. to him, condolences to his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Lee, the former chief technology officer of Square who helped launch Cash App, has died from a parent stabbing attack in San Francisco. So, and they said, like, he when he, he was trying, he died at the hospital because they said he was trying to get some help. He was screaming for some help, so. 
I don't know, man. That whole I wouldn't be mad if somebody had some reasons as to why that may have happened. I don't know. From all I've heard, he was a good guy, always helped out people. But it just seemed like around that currency shit, you know, like we seen we seen uh, stockbrokers kill themselves, people who invested in Bitcoin, crypto, getting killed or killing themselves. I mean, but for Cash App, I don't see that. I mean, they do have some ties with Bitcoin, though. I do know that. On Cash App, you can, like, have your money be converted into Bitcoin or Bitcoin converted into Cash. It's basically like a vessel for Bitcoin. Yeah. So when I seen that shit, 43 years old, had two daughters, man. It's crazy. But, you know, you, you look at these things and you could put your... You, you could put your conspiracy hat on or you could put your, you know, it's a coincidence hat. It, I mean, yeah, it's a coincidence hat on, you know, it's either one or the other coincidence hat could be, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know what this dude might've been into, you know, for all you know, like you said, he's a good guy, but you know, with these billionaires and shit like that, they always, sometimes they'd be having some little dark secrets in the closet. So you never know what could have came back, whatever the case may be. I'm not saying that, but you know, sometimes it, it happens like that. Conspiracy hat is somebody from the government sent that, and niggas in the government have been sending, you know, to knock off these people so they can go and take over the crypto market, take over these markets because this is shit is might be shifting over to. That's just me and my conspiracy hat. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the niggas want to control the market. They try to knock there. niggas off. They, they as soon as this nigga get knocked off, don't the, the government drop a Something similar to Cash App. It's called yep. like Fed, Fed. Up. Oh, Fed Now. Fed. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Fed Now or something Fed like that. Fed Now. Like, yep. You know what I'm saying? That's they shit. You know? So. What are the times? So, Drew, you think it was this was tied to some. I mean, it's, uh, it's just the timing of this shit, bro. It looks very crazy. Like, that shit. The man's dead and then, boom, y'all released this shit. Like. And it says Cash App like app. Yeah. But I'm going to still keep Cash App. Me too, but I'm it's not still like that yeah, I don't shit. know what that no, shit is. Yeah, let me get my money paper. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not fucking with that. And then you, then uh, you so uh, do you think it could have just been a regular mugging, and that shit just went bad, or? But I mean, it is San Francisco. It's San Francisco, but I mean, what you gonna get off him? He might have a watch, maybe. You might get his wallet. I don't think he's going to have much. I mean, and trust me, no, I mean, you know, people is either fight or flight. I think for somebody who's a billionaire, I think they're just going to give that shit up. I mean, nigga, I'm a billionaire. I can get that shit right back. Mm-hmm. So you I feel mean, like this shit might have been personal. It might have been personal. You know what I'm saying? Then to stab somebody is personal. Yeah, stabbing stabbing is something different. Yeah. yeah, stabbing is definitely personal. Yeah, so if, you know, if you're looking at it from that angle, it's like... Like I said, you don't know what this person is into, or like I said, my conspiracy hat. The government is sending is government is sending out them hits, and they trying to control the market of what we of what they see. Because right now, I'm hearing a lot of things of like, oh, we're like in an economic recession and seeing shit niggas recession people, coming. People mm-hmm. telling people to buy, put their money in gold and all this other shit. So I mean, this is a lot going on right now. You know what I'm saying? So. For them to, I could, you know, I could see them boy trying to make. So how play. y'all think that this this ties in? Since we talk, since, since we on the topic, let's talk. And again, R.I.P. to Bob Lee, and you know, condolences to his family. The whole, you know, China and Brazil basically trading their own currencies. They won't be using the U.S. dollar. 
Um, other countries are kind of taking, you know, their steps as well as far as that. Um, I've seen a lot of views on it. A lot of people feel like, you know, we're quote unquote like going under and shit like that. Like U.S. dollars basically going to have no value. I feel different about that. How do y'all feel about it? I feel different about that, too. Because at the end of the day, like, if it can be printed, it's going to be printed. So we're going to just keep making more money. Like, at the end of the day, no matter what's going on, more money is just going to keep getting made. I feel like at the end of the day, we're still going to, like, even even if the dollar doesn't have, even though, like, the regular dollar, even though if that doesn't have, it's, like, almost like, what is, like, when it comes to value of money, it's almost like if you have a dollar, it's still going to spend like a dollar. Even though things are still going up, you still spend the dollar like a dollar. Even if it's a dollar and 75 cents and you have a dollar, you just pay with two dollars. So, you know, sometimes I feel like we make shit harder than what it is in a certain aspects. But I do understand because there's a lot of shit that is going on in the world today mm-hmm. as far as money and money being shifted in different ways. So I'm not displaying, I'm not, you know, disregarding that. But I feel like sometimes we kind of like overthink this shit when it comes to the actual paper value of a dollar. My thing is, I feel like we can't, it would take a lot, a lot, a lot for us to like just completely get rid of loot. Not even that, just the value just be completely obsolete because we have too many taxpayers for one, too many businesses and too many other valuable assets like oil in this country for the dollar not to have no value. That's why we was able to move off the gold standard because we have all these assets. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel like with them just doing that, it's, just, it's no different from another country doing that. I think uh, Europe might have been one of the countries to to do that as well. I mean, and then if the if the Chinese, because I don't know what their one is. I think it's uh, yen. Or no, yen is Japanese. Is I think yuan, yuan, whatever that shit is. They they might be become the uh, the global currency. I think U.S. U.S. dollar is the global currency right now. Yeah, it's accepted everywhere. Um, but I think. <coughs> Excuse me, but I think China. <coughs> Excuse me, thank you. China might be uh, next in line to do that, but for me, I look at it as, bro, we're still number one economically in the world, and we had the number one military. The only way I see that shit coming at is if we hit like some World War Three type shit, and then even then, I don't think that's something I see happening in the foreseeable future. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I think a lot of people just underestimate how much economic power we have. In this world. Yeah, because we're in a trillion dollar debt and we spend money like there's no fucking tomorrow. So I mean. Like, like, so obviously, like, we if we, we 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 got it, we keep making it, we keep printing it. Yeah, so, I mean, let me, let me, let me just read this so everybody can um, get an understanding of what happened. So, Brazil and China reportedly struck a deal to dish the U.S. dollar in favor of their own currencies and trade transactions. The deal announced Wednesday will enable China and Brazil to carry out trade and financial transactions directly, exchanging yuan uh, for rias or vice versa, rather than first converting their currencies to the U.S. dollar. Now, in my opinion, right, if they're doing that, I don't see how that takes a hit as far as us. And let's say hypothetically, let's say we do move down the ladder as far as the economic status ranking because we're number one. Other countries aren't number one and they're doing fine. Yeah. Everybody be talking about like Canada and all that. Now they high as shit over there, but I mean, they value is they value. 
You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like with us, I mean, the they their their um one dollar equals like point eight three one or something like that, yeah. and then one dollar is like. I think 13 in a Brazil shit or some shit like that. So I think it's something that's honestly, I don't think we should worry, should have to worry about, honestly. I think just because of our power status, economically and military wise. I mean, as long as my money, if I'm going to those countries and my my dollars can be converted to day money, then that's all that really mattered, isn't it? I mean, is that, can I still do that? I would assume so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So as long I mean, as they're I just not that, using it. They 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 just not using it as a the main currency, but I mean at the end of the yeah. day, it's like basically like they they basically stripping the middleman. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, and, I, and I'm cool with that because it's like, bro, you go, you probably gonna get taxed. You're going to another land, so you just go pay the taxes on whatever the case may be, and then you just you know you convert your money over, and then it is what it is. You're, I mean, if you go to like you say you go to Canada, their money's worth more than ours, mm-hmm. so it just is what it is. You're just gonna have to pay more. You go to the 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 British pound is worth more than the American dollar, so when you go over there, you just gotta know. You just got to know that. I was watching this video on YouTube from um, Ray Diallo, and he basically was talking about great video, very informative. He actually did a good job to break that shit down in 43 minutes because that's something that would have took some time, but he did a good job of breaking down it, making it simple. So basically he was just showing the trends throughout history of everybody's role in the in the world as far as their dollar, mm-hmm. how do you have different levels. So I have a graphic that I want to read real quick. That basically talks about the big cycle behind empires rise and decline. So you have the new world order, peace and prosperity and productivity, financial bubble and big wealth gap. Then you get to the peak. So then you got financial bust and economic downturn, printing money and credit, revolution and wars, debt and political reconstruction, new world order. So basically it just shows throughout time of all the dollars going through that phase. Yeah. Just depending on the year span. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I feel like all this shit is planned to be real. I mean, I can see that. I can see everything got its ups and downs, but yeah. I think as far as our status, like I said, I don't see us taking like any significant swings. That's just my opinion, bro. Like it we just have be- we have too much power. I think a lot of people underestimate as far as this country, how powerful it is. Like, I'ma say it. First of all, I'm a black man. So there's nowhere in this world I can go and not experience racism. So we can just go ahead and charge that. Yeah. Outside of that, bro, I don't think people understand how good, essentially, we have it here. Just off laws, for one, because there's a lot of laws in other countries that you're not going to be able to do certain shit that you can do here. And freedom to yeah. just go. Like, you can't even just up and go to certain places in certain countries. Mm-hmm. Some countries, you might have to walk outside your door and then, boom, a tank right there. Some shit <laughs> just got blown up right in front of your face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? America has never dealt with that ever. Or just even something as simple as, you know, converting to a different type of electricity or something like yeah. that. Or just getting used to, I mean, it's just it's just all about perspective at the end of the day. But I, I think that when it comes down to it, I don't think nobody really trumping us like how people like put it out there. Cause niggas saw that shit on Shay, uh Say Cheese and Rap House TV and just was losing their minds. Like that shit was some big catastrophic event but I don't know Drew what you think about that shit I don't know man it's a lot to unpack like it it really is I mean to see what what direction it just goes in though that's just where I'm at with it because niggas travel a lot of people travel Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so what is it going to do like if I'm there am I using my US dollars because you know it's 
one of those things like most of like just for example like South Africa, you can use your debit card and shit and be fine over there. Um, even though it's in rands, it will still come as US dollars. Okay. Now sick, but you said one rand is equal to what what dollar here? Uh a few dollars US. Because our dollar weighs more there. Yeah. See what I'm saying? But if our value, if our dollar loses its value, uh-huh. which honestly I don't see that happening, but then that's that's the complication. That's that's the complication. Why right why don't you see it losing its value? I know I said my reasons. Why do you see it not losing its value? These white folks ain't letting that shit happen. That's really what Same. I was going to take go, it back to. They're just going to keep printing, bro. They're just going to keep printing that shit. That's just, just, I just don't see that shit happening. I mean, they can they can form whatever they really want, but the U.S. ain't playing that shit. Bro, the U.S. is just too... They, we're bo- they're I, they're I, too greedy. Which, like, exactly, that's just what bro. it is, stuff. We know this shit. We, everything is about money here. Yeah. Everything. So for us to lose money... <laughs> The white folks kicking screen for less. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking about changing currency and countries. Oh, that's fucking up the huge bag. Like, nah, they're not doing that. That's just my opinion. I don't see it happening. I don't see it. <laughs> I had the same sentence. I remember I was so, I was talking about it on the timeline, and then I was having a few back and forth with people, and I ain't really about to argue that shit. But it's like, I think y'all really have to sit back and really analyze why countries don't really like us, and I get it. And it's okay to hate America. Trust me. I get it. But we're number one country in this world for a reason. And to be real, yes, in the in the grand scheme, the world is fucked up. But everybody wants to come here. Every, yeah. I remember Drew telling me stories about people he was running to in the South Africa. You know, they were tra- talking about getting their money up so they could come to America. I want to come to America. It's, you, it's a lot of opportunity and a lot of money to be made in this country. Shout out to Wall Street Trap. I remember I heard him speak one time. He's like, bro, there's no other place you go on in this world and make the money that you can make here in this country. That's real shit. Yeah. When you essentially think about it, because after us is China. I'm not trying to go over to China and live there. I'm talking about economic rank. Because yeah. after us is China. I'm not trying to go and live over there. For one, I, I can't have We're Just Messages podcast over there. Fuck no. That's the number one. Number two, I don't even know how they, you know, they electricity. It's just too much shit to... Then they, they, they pack together like a motherfucker over there. Yeah. Why would I want to live over there? So I think people just need to always evaluate... And I'm not saying people are not living, you know, their lives to what they want in other countries. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about in, like, comparison to the United States of America. We really do in a... In a like, when you really break it down, bro, we really do got it kind of made over here. I think people really underestimate that shit. And they underestimate our power. Like, bro, our military, we stationed in like 70 countries across the world. If some shit popping off, niggas is cooked. That's just the facts. Like, when it comes to the military shit, no. People say, whoa, China got two million man army. What does that mean to me? We still got the most advanced military in the world. Budget-wise, we wiping everybody else. And when it comes down to it, like, people keep talking about world. Bruh, you remember when 2020 came around before the pandemic? Everybody was talking about, oh, Trump about to put us in war. Trump about to put us in war. That shit ain't never happened. That's why I feel like these 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 threats from other countries, that shit don't really amount to nothing. That shit just be wolf tickets. Yeah, and I understand you have wars in other levels, like mm-hmm. like they say with this currency shit. Mm-hmm. Like Drew said, man, them boys not allowing that shit. Like, the U.S. dollar completely, like, fall off? No, nah. bruh, I don't see that shit. No. 
Mm-mm. We will pull every single resource we have on this. We already have. Bro, we already have too much. Like I said, yeah. like we're we're able to have the backing that we have because of the taxpayers like us for one, mm-hmm. the businesses, and the oil. And we got banks. Like it's just way too yeah. much assets in this country for us. The yeah. dollar just to be like, nah, like fuck the U.S. dollar across yeah. the world. Like no, bro. Because niggas, niggas still gonna want to do business with the U.S. one way or the other. One hundred percent. They don't want so if you're gonna do business with if you're gonna do business with us, you're gonna have to fuck with our currency. It's plain and simple. Like Drew said, don't white folks yeah. white folks ain't letting that shit happen, man. I don't see. I don't think it, it would have to be to like extreme situation for a us. Major to, fall off. Yeah, like a major, major fall off. Like any, like of course they say anything is possible. Yeah. But I this is like zero point zero 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 one nine eight seven like chances are happening, bro. Yeah. For me. That's I no. I don't I don't get it. Y'all niggas better get out here and still get that money and pay that rent the first of the month. That's all I know. That value is still there. I know yeah, that. Probably, you were, nigga. That value is still there for that nigga. <laughs> Y'all niggas worried about how that shit be spent around the world. Nigga, when that first month come around, you better have them U.S. dollars, nigga. Right, nigga. <laughs> you better have them U.S. dollars. You go put that gas in there. They ain't taking that rand and all that other shit y'all niggas talk about. No, the U.S. dollars still hold weight over here, motherfucker. Y'all better make sure. I need one, five, tens, twenties, fifties, one hundreds. I need that. I need right. it all. Whatever you got. That shit is not new. I remember when you were telling me about that shit over there, man. It's like niggas really have to get hella money up before they come over here. Mm-hmm. Like 50 Rand ain't really shit in US dollars, bro. That shit, like what, $5, Drew? Six? Yeah, shit. Come um, on, man. I heard, um, I want to say in Ghana, I think you can get a house made for like $1,000. All right. Get a whole house for $1,000. That's just like $2.77 at 50 Rand. $2.77. Hey man, how what the shopping looking like? What the stores look like? <laughs> nah, it ain't, it ain't like that. It ain't it like that. Damn, there's no no. Nah, the rands would just be hot. It'd be just around the same. It'd be probably like, you know, hundred hundred thousand rand. You know what I'm saying? For, oh, it'd be equal out to um, to like, the same that you're gonna spend the U S. Okay. Yeah, right. that's how yeah, it, yeah. that's how niggas be thinking, but it's not like that. Like you'll yeah. have to go to like to maybe like a custom shop. And and bargain your way there, you okay. know what I mean. Mm. But they're already gonna be trying to, you know, their bargain's gonna be. I'm not. It's gonna be a affordable number, but it's gonna be kind of like you know, like, you just you just all they do is just knock off the tax. Essentially, yeah, yeah that's their first price though. But you know, I I'd be like, bro, I'm calm. Somebody around the corner said this is this and that, and then niggas ain't gonna let you walk away. They're gonna suck their teeth and they're gonna talk shit. But you know, they, that's just the game. Where, cause I heard they got like a little uh, far as like you know we all in the shoes and shit. The boy like in South Africa, they like real big on like it's like sneakers and shit. So they got I, like shops out there and shit. I don't. I didn't look for one sneaker at all. Like I did some shopping. Um, I bought you know authentic stuff, but it wasn't. I wasn't looking for like sneakers and shit like that. Like yeah. I bought like um some vintage like starter shit. Like there was a store that had like all vent like. Throw, I mean, throw, throwback Raider shit, throwback um, oh, Green Bay shit, throwback. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah, it was. They had everybody but the coast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but the Raider shit, they clean though. Like yeah. they had some shorts, them shit was blacked out. Starter joints, like had the jackets. They had all them shit. And I mean, they came out to like I think like 
170 US, like the starter jackets and shit, which, you know, that's good prices. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's a good price. But then I'm thinking, like, well, how the fuck am I packing this big-ass jacket back home? You know what I mean? Because yeah. you got to take that shit into consideration. Check on, check carry-on bags, and I do carry-on, so I, I ain't checking no bag, especially going that far. Yeah, this shit fucking around. Be out there in the same outfit for three days? Yeah. Nah, I'm gone. Mm. Keep my shit with me. Always. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how this shit play out though over the next. I give it an, another f- three to five years just to really see what. If niggas think that shit gonna fall off like that, then we'll see. But eh, don't see it happening, player. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about it. Honestly. I'm not too concerned about it. Honestly, I'm like not. when that time comes, I cross it. But I'm not gonna give it really no energy because I know the U.S. ain't gonna play that. <laughs> <laughs> so form up whatever y'all need to form up. Go crazy, but the U.S. ain't. I don't see it happening anytime soon, at least. One hundred percent. Maybe not even in my lifetime. That's <laughs> what I, was, I added that too, bro. Yeah. I said, bro, I don't even see us falling off in my lifetime. Uh, I don't. I don't see. Yeah, I, I don't, don't see the U.S. Either. falling off in my lifetime, bro. It might be some arrogance behind that, and people want to look at it like that. But that's. I'm just speaking to when it comes to the power on both levels, economic and military wise. I do not see us falling see off, bro. Them, them people just ain't a lot, just ain't gonna lie to US dollar to just be like, oh no, that shit just obsolete now. Like, no, bro. And we got too many assets that's back for that shit to fall off, bro. Like, no. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm withdrew on that one, like, for sure. Like, the, I don't even see that happening in our lifetime, bro. Because you gotta think also, like, the import and the export of the shit that comes in and out of America, bro. Like, that's money in itself. Yes, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna need the, you're gonna, you're gonna fuck with the, you're gonna fuck with the U.S., bro. It's at the end of the day, when it comes to business, you're gonna fuck with us. So you're gonna have to fuck with our currency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's, that's what it boils down to, man. Sure. So, I mean, hey, y'all can do it in other ways. Like Drew said, you know, form up, do whatever you need to do. But nah, and you don't, you don't wanna come to no real blows. You don't wanna do that. Yeah, it would be too much bloodshed yeah. and. Too much. Nah, 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 nah. Niggas nah, ain't doing that shit. Nah, they don't want to do that. Not going to war behind the shit. No. Uh-uh. Shit, it's a long day. It's yeah. a long day. Yeah. Somebody said the other day, matter of fact, it's like, wait, what if Canada and Mexico teamed up against the U.S.? What would happen? Nigga. I said, nigga, what? 7 0. 7 0. Nigga, yeah, for four at tip off. Yeah. Four. U.S. and tip off, nigga. Yeah. If we going to 12, if we going to 12, it's 7 0, skunk. Next seven game series, nigga. That shit is over in one game, yeah. nigga. <laughs> the boys better not come around here with that shit. Canada and Mexico, nah. but they can't even control their own shit. Nah, what you think they gonna do with us? And the, and the low key, no. like even when them um when those cartels when they went and when those when those Man. died, they went and killed them other niggas. They, they they went and killed the people who killed those uh those those Americans, those people who was in South Carolina. They killed them and left a message like, "Dog, we don't want any problem with the U.S. Like, we don't want that." Like, uh, people know what time it is with this country, you bro. Know what I'm saying you like, can dislike the country, but dog, no, like it's certain things people are not willing to do. Like Canada, Canada would never. They would never. They would never do that. They would never do that. And there's no disrespect to Canada, but I'm just calling a spade a spade. Like, we the big dogs on the block for a reason. Yeah. No country wants smoke for real. And then, None. Like I said, the U.S. will dog. We'll put, we'll, we will dump so much money into our oh, military. Man. Like, dog, we'll, we'll say, fuck <laughs> everything else in the world. <laughs> fuck everything else, nigga. Fuck cancer research. Like, we spend the most money in military in the world. That's what I'm saying. Like, fuck, fuck anything that could benefit society, nigga. We're just gonna dump all of our funding on the military, nigga. Mm-mm. They don't want to do that. 
Yeah. I think they would give a warning before they do that anyway. Yeah, yeah that's like no, no, no. It would be. A, it would be like. It. I don't know. What, what's a comparison? Like, let me use a sports reference. What would be like? That would be like a, a college football team trying to play, the Chiefs. Let's say yeah. South Carolina State trying to play, the Kansas City Chiefs. That's how. I, that's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah. Like Canada and Mexico trying to team up to go against us would be like South Carolina State going up against Kansas City Chiefs. Like no, bro. Yeah. Like no. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? No, 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 no. It went last. Sorry. <laughs> like Drew said, man, y'all, y'all can team up to whatever you want, but no. Shit ain't happening, bro. <laughs> America got to be this way for a reason. We had to. We had to do a lot of. We had to move a lot of shit. You know, it was nasty shit, but America had to do a lot of shit to get where it was at. And so you know, America's fucked up. So they'll do fucked up shit to other people, dog. That's what I'm saying. Like, and we get ugly, bro. Yeah, shit we get, get ugly. ugly, man. The American nature is to be aggressive, ugly, bullies, violent, bullies. bullies. Yes, yeah, bullies. You be talking that shit, but mm-hmm. no, like, don't get it fucked up just because Biden president. That don't mean that niggas the country still, still the wouldn't do what they would do. Yeah, niggas, niggas, niggas still push, push the button. Yeah, bro, niggas still push the button, bro. <laughs> no, they wouldn't do that. So. uh I just seen the other day, Pop Smoke Killer got four years, man. Yeah, because... Four years. But I think... How many people were on that case? Man, it had to have been... Wasn't it like four or five niggas? Yeah, so the one who got that four... But the one who killed killed them got four years. He was a juvenile. Yeah. So, but they said that he could be up... uh, So he's like a... He's he's like 20 now. And they said when... um, Like they said like he could possibly stay in that juvenile facility till he's like 25 that's crazy bro i know a lot of people was uneasy like, about yeah, that they didn't like it in adult jail you know i don't know man i i didn't really feel didn't really feel feel like justice was served on that one and that's crazy because typically in those cases they would charge him as an adult that's how i, I look don't know at why it, they would charge him as a maybe a, if he was white i don't know Maybe if Pop was white, it would have been different. I don't know. Yeah, I, it might have been. Yeah. Because I, I even yeah. heard they was mad that they ki- that he killed them. He wasn't supposed to kill them. He oh, was supposed yeah. to just run up in there, rob the nigga. Rob the nigga. It wasn't supposed to go the way that it went. Yeah. Okay. Basically, like on some Raheem shit from Juice. He was yeah. like, man, you didn't have to kill him, man. You yeah. had to. I heard that they didn't really want that man to die. That yeah. like It wasn't supposed to go that way. Yeah. But I don't know how to scud because you know he got killed in the shower. Yeah, but they had that because they probably, like I said, they had that juke, they had that young nigga in there. You know what I you think happened, man? Like, Honestly, I think Pop was probably beating his ass and he shot him and killed him. Probably had that you had that young nigga in there, trigger happy. You know, don't know how to you know defuse the situation when trying to rob the nigga, whatever the case may be, trying to go in and gun ho. Mm-hmm. Because it's like at that point, once you're wrestling with him, you got to do what you got to do. At this point, it ain't got too far now because now Pop get away, such, such and such. Now you now it's like you got to kill the nigga at this point. And it's fucked up. It even got to that point because you didn't even know how to properly rob this nigga. Like you didn't, like I say, they didn't have to kill him. Shit fucked up, man. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Pop Smoke, man. But right. I, know, I know his family is not really feeling that one. And all I can say is just prayers, you know. Continuously pass to them, man. Yeah, that's just crazy. It they is. They charge him as an adult, though. I figured he would charge him as an adult because I know all the other people on the case. I'm pretty sure they probably. I think they get was older. Time. Yeah, I'm definitely. pretty sure they're gonna get some time now. And he the killer, and he only gonna get shit five years. 
He said four years, but I mean, because yeah. it could potentially be five years if he stay the extra year. So, like, he'll get out at 25. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. That I, that rub, that definitely rubbed me the wrong way. I wasn't feeling that one at all. I wasn't feeling that. Yeah, Justice, Justice definitely was hurt on that one. But, hey, that's the system, though, I guess. When it come to us, man, shit, sometimes it, I, I did not see that coming for that nigga, though. I thought yeah. he was gonna go down for that for sure. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Especially after you see what they did, the uh, old boy um, from Nipsey was that Eric Holder? Yeah, how the judge was talking to him. Then the killers from the Triple uh, X case. Yeah, how the judge was talking to him yeah. too. He yeah. got life. Mm-hmm. But they say in Florida, that's how they laws go though. Like, yeah. you kill somebody, bro. Like, it's no, no type of parole, nothing. Yeah. So your self defense game gotta be on point. I guess, but yeah. hey, I look at it like this. Them niggas who killed Triple X. I mean, even when I was looking at the video, I didn't really see it in full, but Dog didn't really look like he had no type of, how can I say, remorse or anything like that. It just kind of looked like he was just sitting there like, I could kind of saw this shit coming. Yeah. He pretty much knew he was cooked. Um, But the, the shit crazy because the, the dude who had snitch on them, I think he only got like five years or some shit like that. <sighs> or something, something like that. Mm. But I mean, they didn't. They didn't like. They didn't break them off no money. Like the thing is, they killed that. They killed bro for like fifty thousand. And crazy, and, he had money on him. Yeah, that's why they robbed him. Because he was just leaving. I think he was trying to buy a, like a bike or something. And he had some cash. Oh on yeah, him. yeah, 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 and yeah, so yeah. They end up, you know, plotting on him and ended up catching up with him. But for fifty thousand, my nigga, and it's. Four y'all, y'all split it fifteen a piece, and then give the nigga who dimed y'all out only five. Of course he's gonna snitch on y'all. I only get a nigga five a piece. Only get a nigga five. Everybody else got fifteen. And nasty. Couldn't even get you shit nigga, nasty, bro. Couldn't even buy the loyalty if you wanted to. Like shit nasty, but hey mm-hmm. man. Yeah, that's what they ass get, man. That's man. what they get, man. They're not playing around with these niggas, man. So we had some new music come out, man. Um, DJ Drama dropped his new album. Um. There's a little bit of controversy behind that shit too, man. Um, the drama album, yeah, with the rich homie Quan shit and uh, oh yeah, the, Roddy, the Rich. Roddy Rich, yeah, yeah. So basically, you know, Roddy, uh, rich homie Quan had a video basically saying that he was excited about being on the song with Gucci Wayne and Roddy Rich because he never did a song with Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, album come out, he's not on it. Then word was, you know, well they told him that Roddy didn't want him on the song. He was like, well damn, you know. I know we had no problem or nothing like that, nigga. Like, you know, I'll put my catalog up against your catalog yeah, type shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Just like, that shit, that shit, yeah. yeah. So it was like, man, he really felt the type of way about it. And I get it. And that shit can be tricky when it comes to the industry, man. Because my whole thing is, it's nothing to give somebody common courtesy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know it's going to happen sometimes. If, if you have enough... If you could come to me and ask me to be on a song, just tell me, hey, bro, like, we going in a different direction on the song. Mm. I don't know why people just can't tell nobody that. Now, right, Rich came out and said, that's not what happened. Never had a conversation with bro. Da, 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 da. So it was just, you know, I, I basically, I'm charging it to some he say, she say type shit. But Rich homie Quan seemed like he really took that shit personal. Yeah, because niggas been playing with Quan for a while now. <laughs> Like for real, niggas be playing with Quan, so Quan be having to let niggas know, like, bro, I'm still, I still, I like, I, I, I had this shit moving, you know, my yeah. motion was cru- crucial at what at one point in time from 2012 to like 2014, 2015, like he was that man, so mm-hmm. 
you know, he got let niggas know, like, bro, I still got, like, I still got shit niggas jamming out to today. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Ten plus years later. So, you know, I feel Quan, you know what I'm saying? With that, he was just like, niggas, stop playing with me. I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I'll put it like this. I think everybody just need to be more upfront in terms of their business dealings when it come to that shit. And that'll avoid a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. It would avoid a lot of this shit because these niggas, man, they come out here, you know, they be excited about getting on records, getting on songs and shit like that. And then when they don't get on songs, you get shit like this. Yeah. And all of it can be avoided by simple communication, yeah. bro. That's how I look at it. Yeah. It just be all simple communication. But I listen to the album, pretty good album. Actually, I want to give French Montana some props. I've been very critical of French Montana, but I listened to his Coke Boy 6 album that was okay. done by Drama. Yeah. It's pretty good, man. Okay. I okay. can't, I can't right. front, bro. That shit is pretty good, I'm dog. Check that out. I'm to that check shit that is out. pretty good. I can't front, but Drama, he did a good job on this album, though, man. And he said he got about like three more coming out this year. Yeah, I know he got one with uh, Pusha T. He's supposed to be dropping. I think he got some other. I don't know what the other two are, but I know he got one for, for Pusha T. He dropping. Mm. Did you listen to it? Uh, the drama album? Yeah. Nah, I mean, I'm be, I ain't listened to it yet. I mean, I was looking at the track listing. The track listing was all right. It was cool, but I just haven't checked out. I haven't checked it out yet, but mm-hmm. um, I'm going to check it out, though. I'm definitely, because, you know, it's drama, so I'm always going to get that shit to spend. Like, I fuck with true, Snowfall. True, 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 true. I fuck with Jeezy shit, so I'm going to get that shit to spend. But, you know, track listing was cool. You know, I wasn't, like, blown away by the, the match, but I was like, mm-hmm. you know, it's... It's probably gonna be like a solid project. Got so. you, got you. So uh J D and uh currency shit. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck that with that. That shit fire. Yeah, I've been fucking with that shit tough. That shit fire. I like Shout that song. To them. I like that song with him and T I. That shit hard. He got busy on that, yeah, shit. that shit. hard, man. He killed that shit, bro. That, shit hard. that nigga killed that shit. That nigga was going in. Shout out to them. That shit didn't sound like force or nothing. That was that's actually a collab that I really didn't see coming. Me either. And it sound fresh, man. It sound yeah. fresh. It put a, it put currency on something different. Facts. You know, that shit hard, man. That's I a, fuck with that shit, bro. And, and 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 it got some shit that I could like I can tell like, hey. This shit going can get played in other areas. Like this shit, they got some shit that could probably run off. Got some shit off. that can run off, bro. Yeah. yeah, they got some shit. I fuck with it, bro. Um, Tyler Creator added some bonus tracks to his album. You know that album came out twenty twenty one. It did. Call me if you get lost. That was twenty twenty one, bro. Swear, I thought that shit came out. Cause I he, thought it was, was last year. Yeah, me because he won the Grammy last year. For yeah. It. Okay, sorry. That's that's why. Okay then. Yeah. I gotta check that out, man, because I actually fuck with that mixtape. Yeah, I fuck with that shit. So shout out to Tyler for that. Um, Larry June drop. I fuck with Larry. I just gotta be in the mood to listen to Larry. I just ain't been in the mood to listen to Larry right now. But I'm am gonna get to it. But I don't. I'm because I, I, I fuck with bro music, but I just gotta be in the mood, and I'm just not really in the mood to listen to no Larry music at the moment. But I'm gonna get to it though. Maybe I don't know. Maybe when the you know when the, you know springtime summer. You know, drop you know, drop the you know, drop the windows down, you know what I'm saying, type shit. But right now, nah, I'm not listening. I'm cool on Larry June, honestly. Uh I mean I ain't got nothing against that his music just don't really Yeah, he's an really acquired taste. I mean, he's he's cool. an acquired taste. I could take him on some features. Yeah. Like he you. got a song with Stilo called Dear Summer. Mm-hmm. That shit fire. I fuck with that. Okay. But a whole album of Larry June, nah, I'm kind of cool on dogs, <laughs> man. I'm kind of cool. I fuck with Larry, yeah. man. I fuck with June. And Hit man. Boy dropped the album. Shout out to Hit Boy. His album is pretty good as well. Yeah. He got he got the tracks on there and the instrumentals on there as yeah. well. He stepped up his rapping. Yeah, he definitely rapped better than he did back then. He definitely did. He definitely rapped better now. I like that that Nas song on there. 
That Nas song is fire. Yeah, that shit hard. That shit hard, bro. I like that one. That that um that state champs with him and Don Kennedy and J three oh five. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um he got the other one with Dom that I like too. I like that shit with him and Currency. Like overall, it's a solid project. It was a good project. It was some good music coming out. I feel mm-hmm. like the music is starting to pick up because you know we started off the year kind of slow, which mm-hmm. kind of normally be. I, honestly, it's been a lot slower than previous years. I think this has been the slowest year to start off when it when it came to music and drops. Yeah. Um, you heard Drake new record, Search and Rescue. I haven't heard it yet. I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard it yet. Oh, okay. I need to go and check. I it listen out, to. I think it's pretty. Cool. I like the second half of the track versus the first half. Like when that beat switch. Yeah. I fuck with that shit. Yeah, that shit kind of tough. Anytime the beat switch on the Drake track, he always do his thing on that. Yeah. Shit. I give him that. I give him that. Yeah. I fuck. A lot of people not really feeling it. I think it's a cool really? record. Yeah. A lot of people ain't really feeling that oh, shit. Damn. I gotta peep it, man. But because um, I try to look for it on, on Apple Music and I didn't find it. It's on there. It's on there. Now? Yeah. It's okay, on there. Then. It was on there when it dropped. You just gotta search it. Okay then, because I just I just would typed in Drake and see if it was the newest. Then, show. Yeah, it's not. It, yeah. When you if you scroll if you scroll up, it'll be it'll be under. Okay, it'll then. be under there. Right. Yeah, it's under there. But um, yeah, man. So we gotta talk about Jim Jones and Pusha T, man. So that oh hold on one, one minute. JT okay. did drop his EP. Um, did you check it out yet? No, nah, he didn't even tell me he dropped one. Oh, okay, yeah, that's just fire. I ain't gonna hold you. All right, that nigga didn't even tell me he dropped. Shout, the, he to, JT dropped, shout to JT. EP, What's the name of it? Uh, the reset. The reset. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna check that shit out. I'm gonna check it out. It's on Apple Music. Yeah, under Fly Music. All right, all right. Sure. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. How you like it? I'm fucking with it, man. Um, he it was a uh, like a him and um Henny did an unreleased track, uh, at the show, and I was like, boy, this shit is it's a bop. But they just did it like that Friday, right before niggas came to. Um, yeah, JT kind of got like a laid back type of vibe. Yeah, when he so it's it's um. Definitely something you can smoke to, something you can ride to. Oh, okay. Um, shit, knocking the 12, so I'm fucking with it also, you know what I'm <laughs> so, But yeah, man, just just good to see it. <clears throat> good to see my nigga in another light, you know what I mean? But the music's there for me. Um, I'm fucking with it. That's what I was riding to today and also since he dropped the shit. So yeah, it's for about. Sure. For sure. Oh, nigga, man. Yeah, I got to check that out, man. So right. Jim Jones had, had niggas in a frenzy over the weekend, man. Um, he had some choice words about. Pusha T being ranked top fifty all time. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm a I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna play this shit, man. On this Billboard list, I feel like shouldn't be. Right. Only artists on this Billboard list, I feel like shouldn't be on here. Shouldn't. Yeah. You don't think Pusha T should be on the greatest fifty rappers of all time list? Oh. What has he what? done? What has he done that puts him in the greatest rappers of all time besides talk about? That he probably didn't get. <laughs> wow. All, all by his society. He's right. nice. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's nice as He can rap his ass. He can rap his ass or what? What has he done? Nobody has dressed like yeah. him. Nobody wants to be like mm-hmm. Pusha T. No, I don't remember nothing. I, mm-hmm. And let's not be evil. But we don't talk about rap where that's popping the wanna and then be like. I don't know too many in this game that was leaning towards being like Pusha T. Fifty? You rap? You won't put? Uh, no, like, like, no. Uh, career-wise, like, he's been a member of the Clips. He's been a part of Kanye's entourage. He has no solo classic songs himself. He's been a part of classic. Yeah, been a first of, of it. Lord been willing. A part of it. Been a part of it. Then put malice on there too. What are we talking yeah, about? Exactly. Oh my God! This now push the team don't hold no weight out here. They, not, Daytona, bro. No out here. I will put big. I will put oh big Sean before. I will put 
Big Sean before Pusha T. Easily. But Jim Jones is on before Pusha T. You're, but I'm saying, you can put whoever you want ahead of him. You're saying he's not? Cameron before Pusha, Pusha T. Easily. Bro, you go in these clubs, I don't know no records they play in the club where we're going to push it to. They, they don't play outside. Regardless of all that, regardless of all that, Push is not in y'all's top 50. They need one classic song that Pusha T put out by himself. Like, he's in a rap group with his brother. You think that that just negates him because he's a part of a group? NBA, NBA young boy. NBA young boy before Pusha T. That's wild, Jim. That's, NBA young boy before that's Pusha crazy. T? That's crazy. What do you... <laughs> nah, Jim just trying to get everybody mad. Push Pusha T around Jim, out here. You heard? Jim trying to get everybody mad. That's Jim, Jim's, <laughs> look, at, look at him, look at him. But that's what I'm trying, that's how I feel about Pusha T being on the top 50. I'm not agree. saying he don't get busy, not saying he don't got platinum records, not saying he's not part of good music, not saying he's not part of all of these things, boom, boom, but boom. he's not the leader out of his bunch. So, <laughs> Marcus, I know you want to get your VA bag real quick. <laughs> Because so, like, I, I I know you fuck with the Clips Heavy He's one of your favorite groups of all time Push is one of your favorite rappers of all time I fuck with Pusha too Like not the, the Clips wouldn't be one of my favorite groups But I fuck with Pusha T heavily I think I would have him Definitely got on top 50 I probably course. would have him around the 30s Maybe 20s yeah. I would have to actually just Everybody I would have to actually write it down But I think I would have him in there for sure. He's when I think of fifty, he's definitely in the fifty. Yeah, he's just off impact, rapability, the records he's been on. I can't agree with Jim Jones on that at all. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't get can't with agree. that. I, mean, I can't agree. And then people are bringing up the con- the conversation of who got the better discography, who got the better songs. <laughs> Honestly, man, I feel like that's a fair conversation. I think it, when everybody settles down. That's a fair conversation to be had between be, Jim and Pusha T. It's a fair conversation, but I also got to add, there's a lot of context to these conversations 100%. On, bo- on both sides. I'm not just going to be 100%. biased. I'm not going to just lean on my Virginia biasness. I'm going to be fair and I'm going to play this shit fair for niggas. So he says the argument that Pusha T music is not, niggas don't be outside with his music. Well, this nigga has never made fucking outside music, bruh. This nigga has, has never been his demographic. You yeah. feel me? That's never yeah. been his lane. He's never done that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for you to go and try to conduce everything this nigga has done to that, to me, that's just like you, you, really do, you really don't know what the fuck is going on over on that side. So it's like, how could you really speak on that side? Yeah, one hundred percent. You know can't, what I'm saying. I can't get with Jim on that. And then, like I said, if we, if we talking about discography, like if it's honestly, if we're combining clips and solo work, he beats Jim. Yeah, he beats Jim. Now, if it's solo, that's why I feel like you can have an honest, Opinion. you can have an honest debate about and cause, it. Because I'm gonna keep it funky. But to with completely you. shit on Pusha T like that, like yeah. oh, it, like we had this conversation before. Clubs don't dictate relevancy. They don't they? They don't. don't. And I love Big Sean. But I can't pick. Big, I can't put Big Sean over over. Pusha and then T, it man. depends on what kind of artist <laughs> you are in that element. Like if Jim Jones is it okay? So I'm, I mean, maybe because we in the South, but nigga, I don't hear no fucking Jim Jones records being played, bro. <laughs> I don't hear no Jim Jones records being played in no fucking club, nigga. I done nigga 
no fucking wear, nigga. Like outside, maybe that shit in New York, maybe the tri-state area. They playing whatever new Jim Jones and Young Berg song on Hot 97, whatever the fuck they playing up. But once you go past fucking Philadelphia, nigga, they not playing that shit. So it's like, how can you just say, oh, you got the crater on outside? Like, nigga, in your area, <laughs> yeah, you outside in your area, nigga. But I don't think niggas in motherfucking Chicago was playing the new Jim Jones and Young Berg record. And Young Berg is from Chicago. Like, I don't think that's happening. I don't think niggas is playing that shit in Memphis. Mm. You feel me? Like... Mm-hmm. If you really want to talk about outside, nigga, you talk about outside, so now you're going to put yourself with the other niggas that's outside. So then you're going to put yourself with the little Dirks. You're going to put yourself with the Futures. You're going to put yourself with the NBA Young Boys. You know what I'm saying? If you're outside. Now, if you're talking about outside on your level, on where you where you position at, then I'll give you that because you do make, you, you, you make better music than Fabulous right now. You do make better music than Joel Santana right now. You make better. You you don't make better music than Jada Kiss right now, but you make you probably you and Jada probably the second to the two most relevant older New York artists who still collaborate with the young artists and still make good music. And I and 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 I'll and I'll give a context because I hear people saying yo you know like you know El Capo is a better album than Pusha T's albums and blah blah blah. I hear that. I won't say that. And I'm not gonna say all that neither. But you it ain't better p- than Daytona. It's, it's not- better than it's better than probably a Darkest Dawn. Yeah, and my but name that is was my like name. A album on the on the on the yeah. real. But when it comes to when it comes to Jones, I, I I respect him for what he do because he's a great executive producer of his albums. So. With him, it's about the full body of work. With Pusha, is more, I, I, I mean, if you want to call it the art or, you know, what the message is trying to convey across. Because if you look on Jim Jones' album, this nigga got a feature on every fucking song. <laughs> no bullshit. But I'm not knocking yeah. it because he, he do what work for him. Yeah, he yeah. sees the whole picture with his album. So I'm not knocking that. But I'm saying is you're trying to compare a nigga who do that compared to a nigga who do this. And mm. is you really can't compare the two. You feel me? And then he said niggas didn't want to dress like him and shit like that. I could give you that because, you know, well, actually, he's more of like the ghost. He's more like the ghost writer of the shit that y'all niggas like. So Wayne was on the babe shit. The babe shit, yes. Where you think that, that shit came from. Yeah. Star Trek was on a lot of shit. That niggas just starting to catch up on like in the 2010s, 2011s. Then the nigga he revered as the GOAT wanted to be like Pusha T, Drake. So you can't say niggas didn't want to be like him and then not acknowledge the the person that you you revered a GOAT wanted to be like him. He bought this man's mic after a show. Like he... Those are real things that happen, bro. Like I fuck with, like, and like I like Drake's music. Don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of Drake. But even Drake will tell you that he is, he was a fan of the clips. 100%. This nigga had malice on a song back in the G. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So you know that nigga had, you know he fucked with them. So I just think that that, that shit is off basis, and it's just like with the context of it, like you speaking on somebody who don't really make outside music, who never have. You yeah, know what I'm outside, saying? Yes. And I'll give it to you as far as the swag and the culture and shit. It's going to be different levels. You know, Jim and, and them had their swag. They definitely impacted swag and culture. But push it, but they on the low have impacted swag and culture as well. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not as out there as much, you know, because a lot of niggas steal the swag and run off with it. Yeah. But, you know, they have impacted culture too. And like I said, like, it's, it's always been kind of weird with the clips because it's like they make the certain kind of music, but the certain kind of music that they make, those people aren't really like – 
niggas ain't bumping clips in the trap, but it's like, but there are a significant, there are certain kind of niggas who who are in that life who do listen to that kind of music. You know I mean, what I'm he's relevant regardless. Yeah, like, he's relevant when, regardless. I'm just saying because he's saying yeah. on the outside level because it's like if you comparing this to some shit like Jeezy, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy is he Jeezy gets he's outside. He makes outside music. He made that dope boy music, but it was also outside music. He could Facts. also make club music. He Facts. could do all kind of shit. The clips just kind of stayed in they in they realm. And, and that's the thing they never just, was seeking. They they never was seeking like slash head hunting. Radio hits. If they caught one, they caught one. Yeah. And if it worked, they was always authentic. Yeah. So they never you. There was never a time I could look at Pusha T or, you know, clips and be like, okay, these niggas tried to catch one. Yeah, with they this, tried to chase this. one. Nah. If it hit, it hit. Yeah. And that's how it's always been. But yeah, Jim was wilding for that. And I see the players because you know he been running around Drake recently. You know he mm. bought him out at the Apollo. He was doing a little bit too much though. Yeah. That's some wild disrespect towards Pusha T. I expect some bars to come from Pusha T soon. I already know he's going to address that. I already know. I feel like he got right in the studio. If he already finished that album with drama, he's like, yeah, uh, yo, we got to get back in the studio. I got to talk about this. Yeah. Elliot Wilson didn't like that shit neither because he went on title last night and was just playing Pusha T records. It was like the the headline was like, respect Pusha T. Yeah, because I mean, because it's like, you got to, because like, I'm pretty sure Pusha T respects what Jim Jones does in his lane. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, you got to respect what this nigga doing in his lane, regardless if you fucking with the music yeah. or, or what Facts. you're saying a lot. You just got to put respect Facts. on the nigga for being like, in we his can, lane. We, we can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm not going to, because we could easily go and, you know, shit on your lane. You know what I'm saying? You still, you know, hookah nightlife music. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Niggas could go and like shit on your lane if they wanted to, you know what I'm saying? But niggas ain't doing that. Cause I fuck with Jim. I like Jim's music. I like especially I love the shit he did with Harry Fraud. Like I fuck with Jim music. Mm-hmm. But it's just like dog, just niggas is in different lanes, niggas in different sectors, niggas are doing different things, niggas have gotten to where they have gotten to going different routes. Like he might not be quote unquote like in the jerk like you know that that whole scene of New York how it's like the outside lit outside scene type shit. He might not be there, but bruh, in another in another world, and he the big dog in his world. Mm-hmm. He popping shit in his world. So you can't just go and just because you don't understand what how another nigga getting it, you can't just shit on that. You know what I'm saying? And knock another nigga influence because there's if you if you peep influence is there. Facts. It might not be it's in there. Like these niggas like motherfucking ASAP Rocky and all these niggas look up to Pharrell and the clips and all these niggas like all of this and that's in Harlem. Mm-hmm. So it's like niggas, niggas was dressing like him. It was just a different sector of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the influence is there. It's just not in the in the element that he's looking at it of. So we gotta have the conversation just for the shits. Yeah. Let's just say they do have a versus. Like who comes who comes out on top on that, in your opinion? I mean, if you're going commercial wise, I'm gonna have to go Jones. I'm just being real with you. You got you got um you could play dipset records. You could play um, his solo joints. You know, he got solo joints. You know, Summer in Miami, Ballin', you know, shit, even Pop Champagne, you know, certain shit. You'd have to be a real Clips fan to really appreciate some of the, like, the shit he pushing would pull out. Even though I think Pusha, I think, even I th- though them shits are to me, me personally, I think he got Pusha T. I feel like he got records, but as far as the commercial success, if you want to go commercial, then you would have to go Jones. But I feel like personally, 
Pusher can still match up with him, but he's not going to have those commercial, commercial hits because yeah. Pusha T's best songs are not going to be his co- the, the, the yeah. commercial songs. He's rapping on them shit. You know like he's rapping, rapping he, on them shit. It's not yeah. going to be his best songs. Like, like I can say, because maybe like if Jones plays a song, like if he plays um, If You Know, You Know. That's fire. Daytona, that's fire. But do you think the most of the people would like... They probably up, would. They probably would just look at him as he because 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 the biggest record he got is grinding. You know what I'm saying? Like that would that's the big commercial. Even if you play like Mr. Me Too, Mr. Me Too, which is fire. You know what I'm saying? Like a couple of people might like you really got. He gonna do it, and both of them gonna do their features. So yeah. Pusha got some hell of yeah, yeah, feature he got verses. Fe- now, the features is the thing that's gonna keep him afloat. Sh- afloat in that shit. The features. So Paul. Yeah, he could go to all his. Clients you think he could pull out? You think he could pull out drug dealers anonymous in the verses? Of course. Okay, so yeah, Jim ain't Jim ain't got a drug dealers anonymous. Nah, he could pull out a drug dealer. You know, he could pull out a drug dealers anonymous. He could pull out the shit he got with um shit. He got shit with him and Fab that he could pull out. Mm-hmm. The life is so exciting. Shit like. Yeah, he all got, soul tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Push got some shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like he got some but, shit. But you think? Because I see a lot of people said Jim. Like I asked someone. Somebody was like, uh, I was like, who you think wins in the verse? He said Jones. Unfortunately, because everybody's like, of course he's not a better rapper. No, he's not. But he just, they feel like Jones gonna come on on top in the verses. Because he got he got he got the features. Jones got features. Jones got Thank commercial you. success songs. Jones got like. The swaggy songs, yeah. you feel me? He's with he's he got dipset songs he can lean on. For a push of T, he'd have to lean on the features, and you just gotta know this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You just gotta know this shit. Like if you ain't never heard, you know, Darkest Till Dawn, like Crutches Crossing, Crutch Castle, Crutch Kiss that's one fire. of my favorite songs. That's a fire song. But niggas went in that know, beat crazy that, too. You know what I'm saying? But niggas went in. Mm-hmm. Niggas, went, if he put that in a verses. That's like if you sit yeah, down, you probably ain't really gonna know it. Yeah, you're yeah. You're not gonna know it. You know what I'm saying? And you know songs like with him, like keep dealing with him and Beanie Siegel. Like those songs are fucking crazy. Those songs are hard. He'll be able to. He'll be able to get off Runaway. Yeah, he'll be able to get off Runaway. Um, His features where he's gonna have to work for sure yeah. in comparison to Jones. But and then with his. But I do think it's that's that's. Does Clips have a better album than Diplomatic Community? Um, me personally, I think Hell Have No Fury. I some of my homeboy said that the other day. I, I disagree though. I, I mean, cause, I, I mean, mean, I get it, but no. But, but even if you wanted to do that with Jones and him, it's like Jones rapping on Diplomatic Immunity is far below minimal than him exactly. You know what I'm Versus, saying? That's why I say if we're if we're including clips and pusher. I think he may beat he may can beat Jones. Yeah. If but if but that's the same people got to know the songs. If we just talking about bodies of work, who's better bodies of work? I'm gonna put Pusha T's body of work over Jim Jones' body. If we're of work. if we're combining the clips, clips, clips yeah, 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 I'm yeah. putting that over him. But if it's strictly saying? solo, I think it's it's, it's Jones may got the edge. He may got the Jones edge. Jones got a lot of quote. Jones got a lot of quantity. Pusha got a lot of quality. El Capo is a good album. But that shit P, like thirty uh, fucking songs, bro. The deluxe, that shit, that man, that shit like thirty fucking. But songs. El Capo was very, yeah, it very was a, it good, was a good though. Album. It was a really good album. Then you got, of course, Diary of Summer, P O M E. After that, I don't like Pray for Rain. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Uh, Wasted Talent. Or Wasted, Wasted Talent was great. Wasted Talent was Pray good. Pray for Rain was ass. I ain't um, like that. Yeah. Uh, Wasted. Dog, you remember that video with Max B? Yes. Which, uh, Pray yes. for Rain. Yeah. <laughs> Pray for Rain. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, um, wasted talent was really good. Um, 
that shit with him and Harry Fraud was really good. That drama mixtape, that shit was cool. It was just like 40 songs on there, but... Yeah, I'm cool on that. But me personally, I would just go... If we add in the Clips albums, because like, like for me, Pusha T was rapping on elite levels back then. Yeah, like, facts. He like, was. And even because I see it like this, on Lord Willing, I feel like Malice got the better of him as far as rapping-wise on the album. I feel like Malice had better verses. Mm. But once it got to Hell Half No Fury, I think Pusha T was just all the way in his... He was all the way into who he was. Mm. And so he was he was rapping at elite levels on motherfucking Hell Half No Fury. Like, Keys Open Doors is like one of the greatest rap songs of all time. But if you play that in the verses, nobody's really going to get up for that or really know that. You know what I'm saying? Like... I feel you, bro. Like uh, Jim, Jim gonna get heavy in his dipset yeah, bag. I'm going to, his, I'm going to his discography now. He's getting, he's gonna get heavy in his dipset bag. He's got a lot of features from a lot of places. He could pull out old features. He could pull out new features. You gotta think, dipset used to travel. So them niggas got features from niggas from all over the fucking world. Like them niggas got features from fucking damn near everybody. Let me go to his essential. Let me go to Pusha T's essentials just to see what he, he gonna get. Diet Coke off. In a versus, he gonna get nostalgia off. Yeah. In a versus, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Don't like. I didn't even like that version. New man. God flow. See that? See that's that shit. Um, what else? I already said runaway, come back home, baby. That was my God. My God can get off it. Mercy. Yeah, you can get that off. That was a big song. Um, he's definitely gonna. He would definitely do infrared. Yeah. Untouchable on Darkest Dawn yeah, is fire too. Yeah, that's fire. That was hard. But yeah. Man, you know what song? You know what was one of my favorite Pusha T songs, though, that he probably wouldn't play, though? What Dreams Are Made Of. Yeah. That shit was That shit, that was, shit was hard. Let me go to Jim. That's it. Jim going to have them. Jim going to have them bangers now. It's not It's not a... Yeah. I'm not going to Slide. Gonna Forgot about Slide. That's with the Lobby Boys. That's actually a dope song. A Certified Gangster. Kronk <laughs> Music. Um, We Fly High, of course. Repid Time. Mm-hmm. Um, Baby Girl. Uh, some of Miami, of course. G's up. Yeah. Uh, we already said pop champagne, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. I it's it, solo wise. I don't know. It could be a toss up depending yeah. on how niggas play it. Yeah. It could be, but J- Jones do got the commercial records that he can go to. He yeah. does. He got the he got a couple of features too. And and at one point in time with with Di- I mean with uh, Clips, they didn't put out any real music for for like four years. Like yeah, they because was, they were stuck in label shit, and so yeah, because um, <sighs> shit, what was that? Uh, Close Cassett came out oh nine. Yeah, they could. They yeah. album before that was Hell Have No Fury, wasn't mm-hmm. it? That, that was oh six. Yeah, oh six. So they had three or four. Three years. four year window. Mm-hmm. So he could get all popular demand in the verses. Yeah, that that shit was hard. That shit hard. Yeah, that's when, that's when boy Kanye Kanye spazzed on that shit. Kanye spazzed on that. Cameron shit. was on that record. Yeah, he was. No, he was on that. Uh, he was on that. Um, popular was it popular demand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, news. Popeyes. Popeyes, yeah. Popular yeah. man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cameron was on that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um Kanye was on that kind of like a big deal. Kinda like a big deal, yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Nigga can get his shit off, dog. What do you think but, of like uh they said uh P said Cam too? Like Cam like Cam and Pusha T. In the verses? Yeah. <sighs> I might have to go Cam, Marcus. I might I mean, have to go Cam. I mean, I'm not even going to knock that. Cause I Cam, might got to go Cam, Because Cam, bro. yeah, I will probably go Cam. But, I mean, Pusha T's still a better rapper. But yeah, yeah, go, yeah, 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 of course. Cam, got, Cam, man, Cam, Cam done did, he done did so much. Listen, like, I'm a Cam, I'm more of a Cam fan than I am. Pusha, 
But I could be fair and say, Pusher probably it, it it could, but I think Cam just got too. He got more than Jim. Yeah, Cam got too much. Cam Cam, Cam, Cam got, got a lot. Much. Cam got too much. Cam got too much Cam for Pusher. Cam put in a lot of work. Cam put in a lot of work. So, I mean, just going off shit. I got I actually got a Dipset playlist. Let me go to that shit. Can Cam? Yeah. Cam could play. I really mean it. Uh, hey Ma, Killer Cam. Yeah. Who am I, old boy? Yeah, Cam got two bucks. Ground Zero, The Rock just fired. Welcome yeah. to New York. Down and out. Mm-hmm. Touch it or not. Come home with me. Dipset anthem. Yeah, it'd probably be a it, it, it'd probably be tough sledding for Pusha T yeah, versus Cam. Sledding, yeah. I think Jones would probably be a better match. Yeah, Jones <laughs> would be a better, better match. Actually. Jones would be a better match. He'll beat Juels, though. Yeah, of course. Pusha that's beat Juels. Pusha beat Juels. But Cam, I don't see him beating Cam. And I think Jones, he probably could, depending on how Jones played. Yeah. Juels, he beats Juels. Yeah, easily. Exactly, of course. Yeah. He, 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 he's he's getting Jewels out of there. I'm sorry. I love you, Jewels, but no, 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 no. no. Uh, can't, can't do that one. But, yeah, Jones was out of pocket for them comments. I, I'm interested to see how many bars going to get thrown at his way, though. He's definitely going to address that shit. <laughs> he's definitely going to address that shit. He's definitely, he ain't going to do it in an interview. No, nah, he's going to do, do that shit all on the record. He's he going to let that shit rock. Drake might catch some He might catch some shots behind he, that. He I, might I catch some shots behind surprise me. He might, he might <laughs> just, just, just because I think Pusha know where that shit's stemming from. from. Yeah. He know where that shit's stemming from, bro. And it's like, going to be a bar in there where he's going to be talking about basically niggas clicking up or some shit like yeah, that. Like, it's going to get witty. We already know Pusha's very witty with the bars. Yeah, it's going to get, he's going he gonna, he, he gonna to he, address it. He's going to address, he going to address niggas for real, yeah. man. That shit was wild, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, but nah, I'm sorry, Jim, man. I can't. I can't get with you on that one, Jim. Nah, I'm sorry. Nah. But I would love to see that versus, though, just for the shits. I want to see for the timeline because, you know, the timeline was going at it. Yeah. You know, niggas was in their Jones bag and niggas was in their Pusha T bag. Yeah. I'm like, all right, everybody relax. Yeah. You know, if everybody was to really sit back and think about a versus, it's pretty e- It's That's one of the ones because, honestly, you know, I said it. Yeah. You know, everybody was throwing Wayne in the guillotine. For just you know all this other shit, I thought here, they was like, gonna put Pusha T versus Lil Wayne. I'm like, no, I'm no. just glad Wayne not in this yeah. shit no more. Don't even put my y'all found somebody else to throw no. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those my those are like my those Wayne and Push my top my in my top five. So I can't even do. I that. know somebody else who got Push in their top five. Yeah, in my top five. I don't give a fuck. That nigga niggas in my top five. Yeah, niggas a very very elite rapper. Bro. Mm. He is. He is. I I get with it. So uh, <laughs> we'll definitely see what happens, bro. How do you feel about um? You probably don't listen to her music, but I've seen this conversation come up as well uh, as regards to Chloe Bailey. So, okay. like, her album came out. I gave it a couple of listens because, um, of course, I heard the Chris Brown record that got yeah. a lot of heat because, yeah. you know, of course, Chris was on it. Mm-hmm, I heard about that. And, you know, the thing came out, her only selling 10K. So everybody's talking about, like, you know, what's going on? Like, why is she not really connecting like that? And to be honest, I feel some of it might be her music. Um, a lot of people feel like she's trying to force the, you know, the quote-unquote fuck me type uh appearance yeah. in conjunction with her music and okay. a lot of people probably still feel like they look at her like you know the little girl like when her and her you know when her and her sister was making yeah. music but i got a homegirl was telling me that even then they had those records like talking about heartbreak and yeah. you know all that other shit but now i just feel like people are trying to figure out what's going wrong with her is it her team you know with the promotion and you know, her doing too many things at once because, you know what I mean, she's been on Jimmy Fallon. Of course, she's done the show. Yeah. She got another movie that's coming out that she's in. Um, She actually got a tour, which mm-hmm. a lot of people felt like that was a big risk of her doing a tour. Mm-hmm. And they just feel like just in conjunction with the music, it's just not really hitting how it's supposed to. I just feel like with her being 25 years old, 
24, 25 years old, I kind of feel like she's she's in that window of finding out who she is while yeah. still putting out music. And I'm not saying nothing's wrong with that. But I think you still have to kind of roll with the punches when you do that. And I kind of feel like that's what she's doing. I mean, she's she's not really been replying to critique anything like that of her yeah. music. But I do feel like there needs to be like a steady march with this. I do kind of feel like the rollouts, the promo hasn't been what it was supposed to. Yeah. And I do think her doing a tour is kind of risky. I heard somebody say she needs to get from under Beyonce. I can see that. I mean, she's still young, 24, 25, so you still got time to find yourself and find your voice in this thing. So, yeah, other artists have yeah, done it. Yeah, so you just got to keep, you know, really just not stopping and just keep trying and just keep going because, you know, eventually. You think if it stopped, if you think she was a stop, take like a year and a half off, you think it would hurt her? Nah, because, I mean, we know her for her music, but we know her for so much other shit now. So it's like, if you do drop music, that's great. But if you don't drop music, that's like, I'm not saying that's like all the way secondary, but you got a lot of other shit going on too. So you don't really got to lean on the music. If you wanted to take a year to just kind of find yourself and kind of develop your sound and, you know, see what works, see, and really just tap into you who you are as a person, because if they're trying to push you as this one thing and you're not really that, then the music ain't really going to come off genuine. So you got to kind of find who you are as a person. Now, if you are really like that, then you need to go all the way in that and mm. tap into that and don't pussyfoot and, you know, yeah, do be a church girl on this one. And no, you need to all the way jump in that shit. You know what I'm saying? If that's who you I really are. I feel like are. a lot of artists have done that throughout their time, like as far as like trying to find themselves. I think everybody goes through it. I don't really got to say nobody in particular. I did see this one tweet, though, that I was just full of bullshit lies when they talked about Oh, what I see happening with Chloe Bailey is what happened to Christina Aguilera when she tried to go through her. She was she wasn't allowed to. Uh, no, Chloe Bailey wasn't allowed to uh, embrace her dirty side. Christina Aguilera was like, no, the fuck she wasn't, bro. No, nah, it was Chris, they was killing Christina Aguilera yeah. when she made that switch. Bro. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. That's why she had to drop that beautiful song, bro. I remember me? that yeah. shit. That's that was around ninety nine, two thousand, nigga. I remember I was in yeah. third grade, third, fourth grade. Yeah, to drop that beautiful song where you know Christina Aguilera went to that when Dirty came out. She got hella negative reviews for that shit, bro. Yeah. But she kept on pushing though. She kept on pushing. Because yeah. when Christina came out, you know, she had the, uh, what a girl wants, what a girl needs, yeah. that song mm-hmm. shit. That shit was a banger. Yeah. Then when, you know, she started transitioning, she got old, you know, she switched up her shit and they wasn't fuck. See, that's the thing with the internet and TikTok. Them motherfuckers would get on there and switch. Because a lot of motherfuckers use TikTok as Google now. Motherfucker get to saying some shit like that and be like, no. Rewriting history. Rewriting history, Rewriting history. Them quotes was crazy on that tweet, though. They was getting around. I was like, no, bro. That's not what the fuck happened. Nah, they was definitely, they was definitely slut-shaming her. They was definitely slut-shaming right. Christina Aguilera, bro. And I think that's what Chloe, Chloe Bailey is kind of going through right now in terms of what she got going. Let me actually read the tweet. Oh, no. I got the, See? It got deleted. It yeah, got fucking deleted. I'm going to try to see if here. I can catch it. I'm gonna try to see if I can catch the screenshot on that shit, bro. Motherfuckers is crazy. I can't believe they deleted that shit. I mean, it's good, but come on, man. We always there. We remember. Yeah, I remember that. That shit. Wow. So I'm saying, man, like they could try to like rewrite history, but if somebody just wanted to go on YouTube and pull up Christina Aguilera interview from 2003. 
I'm pretty sure they had an interview of her talking about how, oh, these people are, you know, yeah. they, they've been being negative towards me. All right, I caught the screenshot. It said, this made me think of Coley and double standards with black and white teen girl pop stars. Christina Aguilera was free to shed her child star image with wrist outfits and black hairstyles. She sold millions. Chloe Bailey, a black child star first album, is flopping for doing the same. No. No. Like I said, no, Christina Aguilera, Aguilera got killed. Bro. Even and, but Christina Aguilera still sold though. She she was she, she was, was yeah. but listen, I remember that yeah, we, they we was, was they there, was bro. Her. Yeah, they was killing her. They for was that killing shit, her now. for that shit, bro. They yeah. did not like that at all. Uh-huh. They wasn't feeling her new image, bro. Mm. Just to think, that was twenty three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that was two thousand three. That was around two thousand, bro. So yeah. no, 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 we don't do that. But I think if Chloe Bill, I mean. Beyonce don't really seem like even on her end, like she, she don't, don't really re- do she involved. promo them like yeah, that? She don't really seem involved like that. She don't seem involved, and I get it. I mean, she's a star in her own right. She probably got a lot going on, but Chloe Bailey been at Beyonce hip since that that movie. She was yeah. like Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. and she was five years old then. Oh damn! So she been at Beyonce hip since let's like that's all she know. Yeah. But I do feel like she may need a change of scenery, bro. She mm-hmm. may need a change of scenery because when you when you connected at the hip of somebody like that of that. Type, that that type of level you talking about Beyonce mm-hmm. and I'm not saying Beyonce hasn't been it don't like to me outside looking in it don't seem like she's really been engaged with her career so I don't know maybe she do need to separate from her I don't know like mm-hmm. that might be a, a thing there to help her you know branch out maybe see some some other things about her I mean you just being under Beyonce's shadow that may could be holding her back I don't know yeah it might be it might be, and like I said, you you might need to take that year off, find that you know that different experience, whatever it yeah. may be. Because I see, um, I see like Chloe Bailey, and then I also see uh Coco Jones, mm-hmm. who uh does R and B. Her R and B music is fresh. Her R and B music, okay, you fuck with it. I fuck with. I it. really haven't heard a she, lot. She of her makes shit. she makes like some real good like. Almost damn near like throwback R and B music, right, like you know right, what I'm saying. Like I, I fuck with it, you know what I'm saying. And it and it and it, it matches her because she's you know how she carries herself, you know what I'm saying. She knows herself, so that's how she can able to put her music like that. Cause she was also a child star young too, so it's about kind of know. Like I, I feel like when you're a child star and you're growing up in the light, you really don't know yourself. You only you gotta go through the growing pains. You gotta bruh. go through the growing pain. So maybe like, it might take a while you. for people to look at you differently. Yeah. Like, bro, like I said, everybody's done it. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake had to go through it. Yeah, Britney Spears had to go through it. A lot of them who was kid stars yeah. when they become adults, like, bro, I'm not that kid no more. Like, yeah. I have adult desires now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yes, that's gonna be in my music. That's why when Christina Aguilera, she had to go through the same thing. Yeah. So. I think it's a, it's, I think it's a hump that she can get over, and throughout the process, you may have to take those hits through your music, yeah. but at least you're getting it out. Yeah, that's how I feel. You're getting it out, and you're taking those hits, and you're also like learning yourself. And I think learning as she gets, I think as she gets older, bro, she's going to start to really get into a certain pocket, and when she get in that pocket, the music is going to reflect that. Yeah, but by no means, do I think she her stopping, I think, would hold her back. Now she can sit, take back some time and reflect. And she'll she'll catch it. Yeah. When you know, you'll know. Yeah, you ain't gonna gotta take five years, but you no, gotta no, 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 take no, no, some no. time to kind of reflect and kind of get to know yourself a little bit more. I so think with now, I think reflect. now in the era that we're in, I think she's more inclined to take more time off due to the streaming there. See, back then the the construction of contracts was different you because had to drop. yeah, because you were signing four or five album deals yeah. and those shits had to be out on the average every one and a half two years. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
So now it's like you have more range as far as time than when you really because you could just hit a button and drop that shit. Mm-hmm. So it just it depend also depending on what type of contract you in as well. But I don't know. I'd be interested to see like after this. I'm interested to see how her tour turns out more so. I mean, I think we'll see then for sure. If she's doing like little amphitheaters and things like that, it'll be a good turnout. She got like a 15 city tour, bro. Yeah, if she do like something that maybe could fit to like maybe, maybe you know, fifteen hundred to two thousand, maybe three thousand at the most, that's cool, bro. That's cool. People might sit there and maybe talk down on me because I'm thinking, oh, Chloe Bailey can only sell out three thousand, but bro, putting three thousand people in the seats is a lot of people. It is. It depends on what type of artist you are. What too, type though. of artist you and are? I'm, and for and, her and, right now to only sell ten k, if you have three thousand people in there. But see, a lot of people expect it more because of. Where she's at status wise and how she's connected to Beyonce. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe she may have to separate. I don't know. It, it could be hard pressed for her because, like I said, she's known Beyonce since she was four or five years old. That's true. But you got to find yourself a fan base through your music, not exactly just who, who your association is. And your are, images. And your images and how you look. And yeah, I understand you doing the acting shit, but you started off with music. If you want to continue to do the music, people got to know you through the music. Facts, especially if that's your main thing. Yeah, yeah if that's music is do. her main thing for yeah, sure. So it you, ain't the acting. So yeah, so you got to get it, and you have to, you have to, you have to establish yourself through the music. Uh, I think a lot of the the women artists go through that. Female artists go through that. So, mm. I mean, it's interesting because of course she's not she's not Scissor, she's not Summer Walker as far as you know the turnout. Because when they drop, they drop hard, yeah. and people go out and they get their music. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, they're going to buy summer shit. They're going to buy scissor shit. It's yeah. a couple other ones who ain't going to really move. Like, we talked about it, like, with Meg, mm-hmm. shit like that. I feel like a lot of people just like Meg's aura. Yeah. They like her her social media presence. They don't really fuck with her music like that. Yeah. So maybe Chloe Bailey may be getting caught up in that. Yeah. And maybe they just like her aesthetic. They like her aura. They like her social media presence. They might not be feeling the music. Like, I've seen a lot of people talk about, you know, the album was cool. It ain't. All that, but it's cool. Then I see some people have been like, nah, like this shit ain't it. Oh, and I heard a couple of songs off. It's not bad, bro. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Definitely, this ain't her peak. I feel like she definitely, she has a peak. She has a reach yet. She's still young. She's still like 24, 25. You still got a lot more ways to go, you know? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, um, <laughs> some other funny shit popped up. So, Marcus Houston oh, took it upon himself to explain to people you know, his relationship with his wife, who's now 22, but they got married when she was uh, 19. 19 years old. So I'm going to play the clip of him breaking this shit down, bro. Like, this nigga's hilarious, man. <laughs> you know, my situation is a little different, you know, how we how we met, you know, through mutual friends and everything like that. You know, I, when I met my wife, she was 17. So, you know, we had no really conversation and no really connection until... You know, she was of age and, you know, it's, people don't understand it. And I got a lot of, of course, I got a lot of backlash for marrying someone that was 19. And, you know, when we did finally start to talk, I was like, this woman is like me. And she was just like, when I would talk to her, she just, for one, we had a spiritual connection. And I feel like that's the most important thing. We both love God. We both love Jehovah. And... That was key. And being able to start being around her and talking to her and talking to, like, we got it. We, we, we connected through music. 
And, you know, uh, her spirit, her kindness, her heart reminds me a lot of my mom. And just, you know, we connected on so many different... All right, so I just got to say, you got to have some type of mental illness if you are in your late 30s and you're talking to a 19-year-old and you're telling yourself, wow, she's just like me. <laughs> like, that's like on some, that's that's on some, I don't, I don't get that. Like, what is there? How are you a, like a 17-year-old like a and you are in your 30s? Here, here's my thing. Um, and I grew up a Jehovah's Witness. I'm no longer a witness. I stopped being a witness at 17, 18 years old. Him using the religion, spiritual angle is all well and fine. I'm going to say that. Here's my thing. How I know it's bullshit is because he find himself explaining it. If you know that you and your wife's connection is spiritual, you shouldn't even have to explain yourself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's something that's very serious. No, no, no bullshit. This is some yeah. serious shit. Trust me, I know. If you have a connection with your wife and the foundation is God, as serious as that religion, I take it to be, yeah. it should be no explanation for the public as to why you feel it. Because to the world, it's not going to be received as that. It's not going to. But at the same time, no, Mike, people have used religion to mask a lot of shit. That's what I'm saying. That's why he was better off not saying nothing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you and your wife got married at 19 years old, you was having you didn't have no real conversations till she was of age. Which so it would have been 18 19. I do not believe that. Which but I here's do the thing. not I'm, believe but that. Here's a, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. When it comes to being a Jehovah's Witness, bro, they take marriage very seriously. I'm just give, I'm giving you background. Yeah. So they take the process of getting married very serious. My dad, he's still a witness. So when he dates, he's dating for marriage. And the marriage is, happen, is happening within a year. So his timeline is not off. Yeah. Marcus Houston's timeline is not off. When you start dating somebody, you're expected to be married within a year. That's how it's always been. Oh, I'm just speaking within the confines of that religion and how, how yeah. shit goes. It's never been a time where I see somebody start dating within that religion and they not be married within a year. If they surpass a year, it might be due to timing, you know, so shit get off. It's not surpass. Engagement is not, is not longer than two years. I tell you that. It's not. So if he started talking to his wife on a serious tip at 18, they got married at 19, that sounds about right. Because they take dating very serious. You're not just going to be dating. Like, I'll use you and your girl, for example. Y'all been together how long? Seven years. There's no way y'all would just be dating for seven years and not married if you was within that religion. Yeah. Questions would start to come up. Yeah. Like, what y'all got going on? Like, y'all just lamping up? No, they don't play that. Yeah. So, but also my thing is this. When it comes to... <laughs> At 18, 19, bro, that's just way too early. Now, me, when we had the age gap conversations, because, of course, they come up, I'm not against somebody who's 23 dating somebody who's 35. That's just me. I'm not against that. I feel like when you 18, 19, 20, 21, in between that range, that's a little bit too early, bro. That's a little bit way, that's way too early because when you start, as you get older, you mature. Like everybody say, like, you don't really, your brain develops shit till about what, 25? Yeah. So, of course, and I've already said on the podcast, I'm not going to be apologetic about it. If I'm in my 40s and a woman 25 want to talk to me, I'm going to talk to her if, she, if she's mature enough and all that because. Well, see, that's for But me. when you're talking about, so he would have been at the time, he's 41 now. He would have been, he would have been, been like 38, 37. 38, 37. That's, that's, no, I can't see myself that, doing that's that. That's crazy. Because I'm 31 now. 
I'm 31 now. So I think the lowest, the youngest I would probably talk to is 22, 23. See, I, maybe, I mean, everybody's stat, everybody is different on their shit. As long as it's over 21, it's fine with me. Me personally, I at least, you at least got to be like, you know, I don't like me. I wouldn't me. I don't. I don't know. I'm just different. Like I'm 31. I don't think I could talk to somebody who's under 29. Like that's me personally. 29? Because I would just be annoyed. That's crazy. I would bro. just be annoyed. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you're. I would get <laughs> annoyed. Very straight. I get it though. I get I would it. Get annoyed by you. You know what I'm saying? I would just get annoyed by you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've always been like that. My but life. see, Any for woman me, that I've ever ever talked to, they either been a little bit. They might have been a little bit older than me, or we was around the same age. I think the lowest gap I've ever talked to, and this was, you know, like, my girlfriend's only a year younger than me. The lowest I've ever talked to a woman in my past is probably four years younger than me. But that was the only But exception. that depends. How old, was we, how old were you at the time? I was, like, tw- she was, like, 22. No, I, I think I was, she was in, damn, I'm trying to think how old she was. I'm trying to, I know I was, like... This was in 2014, 2015. So you would have been 23, 24. We the yeah, same age. Yeah, she was age. like 20. She would have been like 20. I mean, so yeah, that ain't. Yeah, that's not bad. Y'all around the same. Yeah, yeah we're around yeah, the same age. That's what I'm saying. That wasn't. She definitely wasn't in her teens. I know that. It was like 20. I probably was like, yeah, it's maybe 23, some shit like that. It was like 2015, something around there. Yeah, but, so you've been 24, 23. But yeah. here, here's my thing, and that's why I say the gap. It, it got to come with context. What age are you? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I just can't see. Like, even with me now, the youngest woman I probably, in my lifetime, the youngest woman I talked to probably would have been, so I'm 31, 25. Okay, see. And, that's and then not, I'm that's dating not, older, though. So yeah, then you have to have the conversation about niggas who seek out only just younger women. Yeah, It's a difference if they just gearing towards you and you come across and they happen to be that like, age. They yeah. happen to be that but age. But if, you, if you're searching for the 19 year exactly. yeah, you a different kind you of a nigga. Different type, you a you're different, different type of nigga. of nigga. And I don't know, Mar- I, I mean, I, I know stories about Mark Houston as far as what he's done outside of women. But yeah. in terms of how he's dealt directly with women, I don't know if he's just necessarily aiming towards, you know, them younger women. Yeah. I don't know. That right there looks kind of wild, though. That looks insane. That right? looks insane, my nigga. The shit that he said, he was like, bro, if she was just like me. I'm like, nigga, how do you are in? You are damn near 40. How is this 19-year-old like you? How? Yeah, man. He, what, are you, what is the conversation the spirit, about? The spiritual connection, man. I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's <laughs> deep. Man. It's different, bro. I'm telling you. That shit. I'm telling you, bro. And you cannot change their mind on that shit, bro. That shit deeper than because it's, 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 it's deep. <laughs> deep. So if them boys, if they telling you that they got a connection through God, they honestly may, and I'll give them some, they may feel that way, and they truly, I will say they believe it. Because this is somebody who done had plenty back and forth with his dad about this shit. Yeah. Trust me. Like, when they're in that shit, they're in that shit. And if they have a marriage and that shit is a solid foundation based off their love for God, that's just what it is. Yeah. But for me, based at the world wouldn't really look at that in, the, in, the, in that light, you should have just left it alone. Yeah. You should have just left that shit alone. You should have just kept quiet this whole time. Just, yeah. And just, just let it be. Because if y'all have an understanding, y'all got an understanding, yeah, bro. Yeah. Everybody's not going to My nigga, you 41. She 22. I mean, at this point, it's legal now. I mean, you... I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? But like, the 18... The law-wise, I mean, you really don't have to answer to us publicly. We're that's, just gonna, that's my we're thing. We're just going to assume you're a fucking the weirdo. weirdo. <laughs> yeah, but you technically don't have to the answer to us, you know? Yeah. And like I said, it's everybody's perspective, and it's always going to boil back to the age gap thing. Like, 
bro, everybody, as as you get older, I feel like even us consciously, yeah. I talk to women older than me. I don't talk to a woman older than me who had never thought to talk to somebody 30 years old. Yeah. She's 37 at the time. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's on both ends. That's why I say it goes back to the type of man. Like, if you a man out here seeking younger girls, you got a problem. But if they just come in just because, that's different. Yeah. Especially if you're talking on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. See, like me, I dealt with women younger than me. I dealt with women older than me. Yeah. And honestly, I can't say if it's been more or less. It's probably been just been even or they've yeah. been a year younger than me or a year older than yeah. me in that window. For me, it's just how I am as a person. I'll just get irritated. I can't talk to no nineteen-year-old. I can't do that, bro. I, yeah, I. I uh, oh my god, uh-uh. that's a that's a. Oh my god, that's horrible. And if I'm having a conversation with a woman and she tells me she's twenty years old right now, I'd be like, "Yeah, it sounds good, but I don't know about that, bro." Like, I don't know. I, I I think, like I said, for me right now, being thirty-one, I think the youngest I could talk to is probably. 22, 23. I was me if I was still out here and shit. The youngest probably would be maybe like twenty five, if that. But I'm really not trying to go below twenty nine. Like I'm really trying. No, to, I feel you. Maybe feel twenty. You. Maybe really t- like twenty seven, twenty eight. I feel you, Drew. How you feel about it? Don't use the Lord's name for some ass. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> Here's my thing. All it was to me. You saw that young, beautiful woman, and you know you couldn't talk to her, so you waited. You pulled, and the, that's just what it was, you pulled, bro. You pulled the Jehovah card out as soon that's as it, it. Came through. You know that woman was a beautiful, cause she's a beautiful woman. She is, but you know you couldn't talk to her because she was seventeen years old, and you said I'm gonna just wait until she becomes of age, and that's when you made the connection. You but, seeked her out, bro. That's just what it was. You seeked her out. Definitely gives me predator vibes, um, in that sense. If if that is how it is, but. You know, honestly, Marcus Houston and, and the rest of those guys from B2K, they really have all been some strange characters. Yeah, yes. Chris Stokes. Like, yes. You know, Chris Stokes is a witness now, too. Right. And see what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just always something. When it comes to those niggas, they're just a weird bunch of niggas. You know what I mean? So They got a history. To they know got that, a track record. To hear this shit doesn't surprise me just because you just see the shit they have endured, the allegations that have been probably brought to them you know what i mean yes um so to see him move in that light maybe he still is caught up in a 19 year old mind you know what i mean like physically he never had a 19 year old he wasn't a 19 year old even as a 19 year old you know what i mean the nigga was a child star the nigga was in fucking i get what you're saying you know what i'm saying like the nigga has then nigga been in music since 12 11 bro since he was a fucking tv star right he got like the he got like the like the like the what's it called like the grown kid syndrome yeah shit like that yeah and so you know michael jackson went through that right yeah and so you know you see that shit and i mean honestly i'll say for niggas that took to fight their way throughout that era like bow wow has some allegations coming up you know as a child talking about his bodyguard raped him and all that other shit you know what i mean I ain't heard about that. Oh, yeah, yeah that was that was one that of those, was a, and that was one of those early 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 on, in the, in the yeah. rumors. Um but just that that time period of like for the niggas to make it out to be successful or still have some kind of something, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's only can relate. I mean, you think about what you can relate to or relate to with a woman like what what you y'all common interests, yeah, you know true. what I mean? So true. maybe he is trapped out. Like maybe he's able to live through her like how he ideally wanted to be as a mm. 19 year old you know what i mean like 
He's 41 now. I mean, that ain't that's that's older, but that's not old. You know what I mean? If you're 41, what's the youngest you're talking to? If I'm 41, I'm talking to a, at least like a 69, 70-year-old woman, bro, because I'm trying to catch that check. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, this nigga's like, crazy. He threw a 180 <laughs> on me just now. I haven't seen that coming. Because you already know. You already know. That SSI is hitting. It's hitting. See, this nigga be thinking yeah. about the long game. Yeah, I ain't even to. mad at that shit. And then no, and then no offense. You know, praise God. Praise God. <laughs> if she does pass away. Now we Rocky. Drew's probably going to get in that will. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was asking from a younger standpoint. Okay. Oh, my bad. If you 41, uh, you would talk to <laughs> <laughs> I see the play, man. My nigga, my nigga, really thinking long term. Oh shit! Um, forty one. I, I was, I'll probably, I'll have to cap it off around uh twenty nine thirty. You 29, know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't see myself past a ten year gap. You know what I mean? A ten year gap. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't see that. And you know, just because I know my, my, my conscience and my, like, what I'm gonna put up with, mm-hmm. that goofy shit. It's, it's fun in, in games and shit, but I mean, you, you gotta look at what. Under thirty looks like you know what I mean. Under twenty five. Do you, do you attach like. age and maturity, or is it case by case? Case by case for sure. Now, I got a, a young homeboy. He used to do security with me. He's like twenty seven now, twenty six now. You know what I'm saying? He was working with me at twenty one. You know what I mean? But this is a dude I can kick it with. You know what I mean? Have conversation with because he has a mature level. Yeah, I got he, a couple of younger homeboys like yeah. that too. You know what I'm saying? But they all grew up around older niggas, right? So and you know. You know that's that's just one of the, it's definitely case by case. Um, and in, in this case again, I think Mark is is only to say that he has a soul tied to this woman. That's possible. You know what I mean? Why again, this nigga got my name, dog. Hey man, Fuck. Why is he my name? hey man, it's it's a lot of weird old Marcuses out here, bro. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't take away from who you are. You know what I mean? Like. You you have to now defend yourself from defend setting yourself a, apart from the other niggas. You yeah, know what I mean? Trust me, you don't got to worry about that. Yeah, but, you know, you're an outstanding citizen out here, man, so I don't have to worry about that. But, you know what I mean? Again, it's one of those things, man. Definitely, it looks weird, but we've seen weirder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could have said that explanation, my nigga. That's all I got to say about Marcus <laughs> Houston. But, yeah. If that nigga... If that nigga's within that religion and he's dating, and his timeline definitely makes sense. But save this other shit. You saw that beautiful woman, and you said to yourself, when well, you found out she was 17, yeah, I got to leave that alone. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to wait. Yeah, I'm going to wait. And as soon as that 18th birthday came around, swung right back you on swung through. right back around, and then y'all got married in a year when she was 19, because that's how the dating goes within that religion. And then I, I know. Think she, and then she got a baby, so. Yeah, they got a baby now. Yeah. That's 21, boom. You niggas don't waste no time. I honestly feel like, bro, I seen a tweet yesterday that said, uh, uh, willingly be willingly being a family man at 21 is crazy. And I, I said the Drake lyric on the quote to like, marrying our 20s, where the fun in that? Yeah. And somebody else was like, uh, if you found your person, why not? And trust me, like, I get it, bro. A lot of people, you may find your person at 2021. 20, cool. But. I just feel like, bro, you don't really know yourself in terms of what you want in a person at 2021. 20, I thought I did. Trust me. Yeah. I was there. I thought I, I, I found this girl that, damn, like, I could spend the rest of my life with this girl. Fuck no. Fuck no. Hell no. And you, and as I've gotten older, like, bro, as I cross over into my 30s, I didn't, 
for the most part, because y'all know y'all know what I like as far as like the yeah. woman. Like I've always had like my type, my type. Yeah. But certain things, like when you start getting into the personality aspect, I didn't like what I liked that 2120, bro. No, yeah, you're not. And I knew what I liked receiving. I didn't mm-hmm. like receiving the same things at 2021 that I would like receiving at 31. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah, definitely. But if you go now, I will say this: if y'all growing together, health, healthly, uh, healthy wise, Mm -hmm. I don't see nothing wrong with that, bro. No, if you could feel that, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it funky. Because I, I will say this though, before you go, it's gonna be some hurt within that. So if y'all have, there's gonna be some hurt within that. I'm not wishing it on nobody, and there may be some occasions where there isn't no hurt. But if you're 2021. I feel like there's going to be some hurt within you, that window, y'all, bro. Y'all might even fucking break up and get back together within all that shit. But here's know? my thing, though. If that happens and y'all do go through that hurt, you got to take it on the chin if you're going to stay together. Yeah. You can't be bringing it up because it's only going to hold your shit back. back yeah. Continuously hold your shit back. Like, I, I heard some shit the other day when people was talking about, like, um, um this dude was talking about, like, how, uh, you know, him he want to marry his girl. You know, she got two kids. They got one together. She got two kids for somebody else. They got a kid on the way mm-hmm. with each other. And he got one. So in total, they got like four kids it's that their parents family. did. Blended family. But she keep holding on to shit that he done did. And he trying to figure out how can he show her that I am this new nigga. I mean, personally, bro, she just going to have to like, you going to do what you do. All you can do is what you can do to prove to this person that you are a changed person. You got you to gotta go the extra mile now. You're going to have to do some extra shit now to show this person. And you got to come. And if you're going to be a changed man, you're going to have to be a changed man. But at the end of the day, it's like I can see it from a man's perspective because they're going to keep doing all this shit. And then they're eventually going to be like, damn, dog, like, are you see me? Do you see me? When you see me changing? You see me doing what I'm doing? You know, and then from a woman's perspective, a woman's going to want to take her time, feel herself out, get her emotions, which she's granted because if she's the one's hurt, then, you know, she's going to have to, you know, take more of that, you know, on her on the chin. You feel me? So I can understand that as well. It's just got to be some type of balance within that. And that's, and that's kind of yeah. hard to navigate. I don't I don't I don't I don't agree with proving myself after I done did some shit. If you decide to take me back after all my shit I done did. And you constantly bring it up. No, what are we doing? I mean, if they only bring it up if the behavior ain't changed. If you change, if you if they can see change behavior, then they ain't gonna bring that shit up like that. But if you still doing the same shit, then they probably gonna bring the shit up. Like if you say, baby, I I'm mean, not but there are some occasions. There are some occasions where somebody be like, man, that like that shit that you did to me, such and such, really like bothered me, affected me. It's like okay, I understand, but haven't we moved past that? Right. You it, think it's still fair to bring that up to somebody if y'all trying to move forward? If we trying to move forward, it's got to be because it's like if you're the person who caused the damage, then you is you can't really tell them, boy, how to feel. Why like, not? Like, you can. Like from a nah, nigga perspective, no. from a nigga perspective, I understand this nigga. I totally agree with you. But from a woman, how they, I'm telling you how they going to look at then this Then break shit, up right? with me then. They, I mean, but dog, sometimes it's sometimes they don't want to break up. They just want you to just do this certain shit. But if you're doing it and you're constantly bringing it up, where's the yeah, process? Yeah, where's see, the progress? Yeah, see, I see, but uh, see, now nah, that's different. Now that's, that's what that's I'm what talking I'm saying, about. Like that, the woman has to at least tell, give the man some affirmation that yeah, I am a change. Like I see your change, baby. I see what you're doing. That's I all see I'm you, saying. Like bro. you know what I'm saying. You have to give some type of. 
you know, gives him man some type of affirmation for him to keep going to do these things. Because if you don't, and then you just keep drilling him on the past, then he's gonna be like, "What the fuck am I doing this shit for?" And I just feel like that's dangerous territory when you get that serious that young. Like, could you see yourself married at twenty one? Man, hell no. And I'm gonna keep it funky <laughs> with you, bro. I'm gonna keep it funky with you. <laughs> Black people, that's not typically our thing. Typically, what white people. Or the ones who get married at like 19, 20. Uh, you know what? You all right. Because I know a dude I used to work with. Um, they, that's typically they see. He was with his wife since he was about 17. And they've been married since, had a couple of kids. since. Then. There's only one person that I know who's been with his wife since. Like they've been together total since he was six. And that's Jordan. Jordan who was on the show last yeah. week. Jordan and his wife been together since he was 16. He's the only one that I know though. Yeah. So he's he's of the minority. Yes. Yeah. But overall, as I do know that to be a white because they look at marriage different, though. Yeah. See, they see they don't tell a full story of their shit, though. Like all we see is the success. Yeah. But they base their marriages off. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, status. Yeah. Longe- uh, longevity. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, white people legacy. Look, legacy. Legacy. They marry into families, bro. Yeah. You know what they I'm don't saying? they don't give a fuck about their wives like that. A lot of them boys, a good portion of them boy really don't. So you know I think saying? black people and white people, they they more so married for power. Yeah, they trying Establish to establish some shit. Yeah, they trying to marry for the power, that, the social status. Like, what's the shit that they say it's that we should like start a, doing? It's a business. What's the shit that they say we should start doing as far as when it come to getting married and find partners? What's that shit called? When they pick the when they pick your partner for you. Marriage? A lot of white people do that shit. I think they started that shit. I mean, I know they do that shit in other countries, like like India and shit like that. They do arranged marriages, but I just think with white people, they their whole concept of like they'll be young as shit. They'll be like eighteen years old and they'll get married. They'll have kids, and you know they'll try to establish the family base like business. That. It's the business. Biz- it's business for them because they feel like okay, I'm gonna do this. My wife's gonna do this. We gonna have the kids, and then we are gonna like I said, establish it like a business. Even though there's probably a bunch of whole other shit going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Here, here, but that's just how they. That's just here, here, what I've seen. Here's my thing. That can work if the if the foundation is business. Yeah. If you mix love into it, it's gonna get ugly. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure them, these, it's gonna get these, these niggas be cheating on their wives. Their wives be cheating on their husbands. And, you know, it's a few black people that you... And when black people marry for social status, you can tell. Like, you can tell that shit. You know, white people, it's kind of... You could kind of tell, but that's kind of like their little M.O., you know, with this, some I get what you're saying. Shit. Like, but, if a, but if a black, but if a black person is marrying for status and power, you, you, can, kinda, you can see it. You can see that shit, bro. You can see that shit. I mm. mean, even with dating... When yeah. Nikki and Meek Mill started dating, that was definitely for an image. Yeah. I gave that shit two years. I think they lasted three. Yeah. Well, white people do shit for. I'm not just going to label break it down to that, but it's just from what I've seen with white people in marriage. It seems like it will they will have a whole bunch of shit swept under the rug as long as the image is obtained. Okay. And the business yeah. is, is obtained, then you know what I'm saying. Then you know I could go on my, you know, business trips and, you know, I got, I, I, I got, I got women in all different kind of cities. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking my secretary. I'm mm. doing all this other, you know, why? If shit. you do that, it gotta be a healthy balance, bro. Because yeah. I mean, I get it. Marriages do have a lot of benefits as far as having a family structure, yeah. economically, emotionally. Yeah. But when you talk, when you start talking about arranged marriages, especially that young, 
Like, no. Like, Drew, you could have seen yourself being married at 21? 21, 21, 21, 21. Hell no. I mean, nah. Nah. Only because it just was a lot of life lessons from 21 to now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I know that if I got married at 21, I would have been settling. You know what I mean? I would have been cheating. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to give it up. Like, I would've been, I'm being real. I, w- yeah, I would have been cheating at 21, I definitely would have been out here roaming at 21. I would have been roaming. Yeah, I, I mean, it's... But that's the thing. Like, it's, like I said, you just would have missed so much by being bound at 21. Like... But like I just But how just, do you how do you feel about let me be, let me play devil's advocate because this is what other people say. They say, Well, why you just can't experience life together? What do you say to that? I mean that's possible. Yeah. But I've never, you know, at twenty one the women that I was dealing with, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like none of them had to me personally, I mean, they didn't have like the motherly traits of like, you know what I'm saying, like of if I'm going to marry this person, of course I gotta think about children and all of this shit. So again, it's like you said earlier, I'm speaking long. I'm, I look at long term. You at know, 21 years old, it's gonna be hard pressed to find wife material with other 21 year olds. Dealing with the dealing with the, the shorties that want to be in the club, they in the club because I'm in the club. You know what I mean? Like that's not a respectfully. That's yeah. not the woman I'm looking for to marry or have my child. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's fair to me to say. I'm I feel, but. I wouldn't, me at 21, no, because of, of where I was at at 21. I was still around mixing up. I was outside, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't have taken that step. And I'm also not playing around with people's lives. You know what I mean? I'm not going to bound this shorty down and take away her youth because I want to be selfish and still be out here fucking around. Like mm-hmm. when I know that I'm ready to marry, I'm done. Yeah. Jersey's in the Raptors. You know what I'm saying? Done. So at 21, Still thinking the same shit. I'm not wasting your time, bro. I'm yeah. not wasting my time because this ain't this ain't sincere. This isn't gonna be the end all be all, bro. Then I'm calm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel you, my nigga. I agree. I just feel like it's a lot of growing up to do within that time frame, bro. That's how I feel. And I do. You know, I I know a, a lot of my white friends are married. Then they're still married. Um. And there's, you know, some of those white friends that were friends of the white friends that are no longer married. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They was out here mixing up. Now you see these, oh, new child, oh, new nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see the shit, but it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you did get married at, like, fucking 19. He was, like, 21. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of them boys don't make it out of 10 years. You know, because you, you growing 10 years together. At that time point, is crucial. Yeah. You're thinking coming out of college. Yes. You know what I mean? Y'all both broke together. You know yes. what I mean? Like, trying so to find a career. Trying to find a career. Trying to, again, check off the boxes of what America and what society has led us to believe this is life. This now is what we're supposed children. to be doing. Now you got to yeah. get the house. Take care of these children. Yeah, man. Maintain yeah. a job. So that's where, you know, I saw, I've had examples, you know, to tell, to show me that, yeah, you could pull the trigger. I could have pulled the trigger at 21, you know. I could have did it at 22, 23, 24, all the way up. I could pull the trigger right now if I wanted. You know Facts. what I mean? Yeah. But it's, is, is, it, is it just pulling the trigger just to do it? That's or is it thing. because... You, well, you know, I feel like as a person, you know when it's your time to do it. Right. You know. And right. it, like for me, I thought I knew mm-hmm. a few years back. I thought I knew. 
But reflecting, going on three years, no. And I can honestly say it would have ended. It would have ended worse than what it ended. And it yeah. ended and it ended bad. Yeah. Of course, when you reflect at that time period, you wanted it to work out. But when you project in long term, it wouldn't have worked out the way that you would have thought it did. So I think just even within yourself and, you know, if you're spiritual and you had your, con- your connection with God, y'all both kind of know when it's your time to do that thing. Yeah. And it may catch you off guard. You may never know. Yeah. You may never know. Like, for, like, but for me, like, even me at 31, a lot of people will probably look at it like, yeah, man, when you going, I've had those conversations, but nobody can dictate to me when I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. That's just what boils down to. It has to be a want to at the end of the day. Like Drew said, am I pulling the trigger just to pull the trigger? Because yeah. if I do it just to do it, then I'm going to regret that like shit. Like a fuck. I'm gonna regret it like a fuck. I'm telling you, and this thing, it's some things I, I've been like, God damn, like, you know, like this is you and we come across some yeah, good girls that's like, like yeah, bro, damn. we can lock it down, but I, like your looks, I would love that, like the eye candy, the yeah, the whoop, the whoop, yeah, cool. But then you see that person, you see how they move, you see how they talk, and see like their mentality, yeah. and now it's like, yeah, ugh. Yeah. Like this is a tough real estate to really buy into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm calm. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you can't move me to be like, yo, like that, to say, let's build together, let's grow together, like, you don't got that mentality, bro. Like, you see what I'm building here. Yeah. You know, you see how I'm moving over here. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm calm. Like, I, I'm, my parents, I already told them, like, bro, you might not get them out of me. I ain't going to hold you. You <laughs> got two other sons, bro. You might not get them out of me, though. You know what I'm saying? And like, I feel like for us, Drew, you know, other people may disagree. I think. Like, we don't really have to have a certain timetable when it comes for us because, you know, we're men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like like somebody jokingly with somebody is like, Mike, now you hit 40 now. You ain't got no kids. Don't have no kids. And I laughed at it. But I said to myself, like, why I can't have kids at 40? All right. I mean, bro, that, uh, that dude who's on 40-year-old version, he had a child at like 50. Oh, you're talking about uh, Little, what dog name is? Ramoni Malcolm. Yeah, that nigga got a child at 50. I didn't even know he was that old. That yeah. dog was younger. I mean, he looked good for his age. You see what I'm saying? So I didn't at 50. That's kind of crazy. But yeah, I, 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 don't I mean, know it I happens. 50, but Maybe I still 40? feel like like what everybody knows the trajectory of their life. I'm pretty sure everybody in here consistently thinks about the last 10, 15 years of their lives mm-hmm. and where they're heading. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you think about where you're at now and why things happen the way that it did. Like, cause like Drew said, like there's probably been some potential relationships over the last three, two years, I could have inserted myself in. Good women, too. But I know I wouldn't have been the man I needed to be for them. Yeah. Because I'm I, not only I'm, I'm focused on myself, I'm chasing my dream with this right here. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I've seen other dudes utter them same sentiments, and it's kind of like, you know, as a, it would have to take somebody really catching you off guard to be like, oh, shit, like, she could take this ride with me. Yeah. But it got to be a lot of understanding, bro. Mm-hmm. It got to be a lot of understanding when you're trying to really put some shit in motion. Like, I was having a conversation with my boy. Like, he chasing a dream, too. And his girl, him and his girl recently, like, you know, they broke up. They separated. And it was, he was kind of hit with an ultimatum. Mm. In terms of, like, you know, their relationship. Like, yo, like, I'm trying to get married, do this. And he's more so like, yo, like, I'm trying to do this right here. I can't really commit to 
Mm-hmm. Putting that ring on your finger and like I can't do that. Well, I mean, I think if you got two people who both trying to chase a, like a dream or a goal, it kind of works. a little Oh, it works a lot. Yes, they are both understand. Like we're not trying to have no kids right now. We're not trying to get married right now. I'm trying to achieve my goal. I'm gonna help you achieve your goal, and then we just achieve our goals together. And then we, you know, we make it out like that. But if you got one person who got a goal in mind, and you got one person who's just kind of not, kind of. I mean, they not really got the shit moving. Mm-hmm. Then this person, while you out working, trying to achieve your goal and dreams, this person just sitting at the house waiting for you. Waiting for you. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. He said he had those conversations where, like, yeah. yo, like it's gonna feel like that because I'm out doing this. Yeah. But if and you, you're home, you don't have a hobby. Yeah, uh, if you or was, something that yeah, you, if you was, if you was doing something, then it would work it because would work. you could. Yeah. See, like, I, at 21, I was dating a show that she was 28, 29. 28, 29. So, you know. That's different. That pressure that pressure started coming at me very early because it's like, yeah, nigga, you know what you're dealing with here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but she also, social media society shows that, okay, the people of her age group getting married, having families, all of this shit. Especially she, at 20, 29. Shit, you know what I'm you gotta know if you're fucking with a nigga who's 21. But that's the, that's, the, that's the sucker shit that she thought I was on. Yeah. You see what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. bro? And I, I ain't no sucker nigga. So that's yeah. the thing. Like, again, being able to recognize what you want. Because at 21, I knew one thing. Like, I, I might have not known where I would be here at 33, but I knew that it wasn't, that wasn't my wife. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't where I was supposed to go mm-hmm. to, to pull for her. And do what she wanted me to do. You know what I mean? I'm my own individual. You can't tell me when I can have a child or when I don't need to have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I. But also, I moved in the manner of like, okay, you starting to say this shit now. Let me definitely make sure I'm strapping. Because, nigga, we ain't even trying to play that shit. You know what I mean? Because that's what the energy's giving Mm -hmm. me. It's giving, trapped me at this point. You know? And I get it. It was, we dated for a few years. And shit like that. And again, like, you know, I was I was much younger than her, but I had to be also be mindful of that she got a clock ticking that's much different than my clock. Sure. You much see different. what I'm saying? So go ahead and do what you need to do, Ma. It's always gonna be love here. But what you're asking for, I just can't, can't give, give you. Can't give you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's just being respectful to somebody's fucking natural clock. You yeah. know what I mean? Niggas really will be playing the fuck around for all these years. And then boom, you know what I mean? Like, I I now think of like like going into like dating and all kind of shit. Like for real, like if one thing like okay yeah if if, if she's you know have the trace of what I'm looking for, is she does she have the motherly trace? Does she have this? Does she have that? But also I gotta look at like you know um, again being in that same breath of being being respectful that. You, there are come there are there will come a time that complications possibly can happen when childbirth comes. You know what I mean? That shit that niggas have to really like. I don't know. We really as men think about shit like that, but that still goes along with that woman's clock. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Complications can happen as the closer to you get closer closer to that clock. Yeah. So I would hate for her to you know something happen as like she loses the child or both of the child and her is gone. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I've been sitting here bullshitting around playing with this girl fucking clock. And now you know what I'm saying? Now I'm fucking ready. You make it harder for her. You to see what I'm saying? It. it may but not even that. I wouldn't even be able to live with myself because at the same time I know what I was doing was nothing but being in the club and fucking around and, and you know 
dropping 40 or whatever the fuck these goofy niggas be doing nowadays on their ladies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're going to sign up for this shit, bro, sign up for this shit. You got to be all in one. Facts. All in. Because all this shit is something that niggas need to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. But this is the shit when niggas be like, oh, when shorties be like, black men don't protect black women. This is the shit that I don't think they don't even realize. Like, I'm protecting you in this type of manner versus you worried about so, so me posting a picture of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm nah, saving you from a lot. A lot. You know? And so that's just where I'm at with it, bro, when it comes to, like, really being very selective in my grown-ass age at this, at, at, and, and me walking with these lenses on my face. You know what I mean? Like, I got to look at life at this situation. You know what I mean? And But, again, it takes two to fucking tingle. She got to be able to realize that same clock is ticking for her, too. Yeah. It's just at a, a faster rate than mine. I think with us, we have a little bit more leeway in terms of how we assess it because, like I said, we got shit going on. Facts. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, that time is going to be, you know, and like, I get it when, when dudes are chasing something, bro. Like, it's going to be some times where you ain't going to come first. Yeah. That's just sure. what it is. Like, because I can't sacrifice this. Yeah. Because I really want this. Yeah. It's no disrespect to you, but, but it's don't just like, don't be BSing though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if you really out here trying to get these dreams and push push through, because like I said, like there's times where I go to sleep and I wake up because I'm dreaming of an edit of how to edit this fucking video of how I want to create this shit. And I pop my ass podcast, up yeah. and I go fucking do the do shit. It. You know what I mean? Not everybody has that drive. Not everybody has that energy. You know what I mean? That might piss a shorty off. Like, nigga, why are you up making all this noise? You know what I mean? Yeah. What you mean why I'm up making all this motherfucking noise? You see Don't what I'm saying? No like why that. are you asking that question? You know what I mean? Oh, you you noisy in the morning. All right. All right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You but see that's, what I'm trying to do. You don't see it, and that's the thing. People believing in and buying into what the fuck you really got going on. You know what I mean? And it's really it's crazy to see this shit. All my life, brother. Oh, you work too much. You work too much. You work hard. I know you tired. You don't ever sleep. I hear this shit all the time, bro. And it's like, dog, when, when should I sleep? You know what I mean? Other than. When my body tells me it's time to lay the fuck down. Well, let me ask you this, Drew. Do you feel like there's a point? Because I ask myself this, too. Do you feel like there'll be a time, whenever that time may be, where you insert that balance? Yes. In terms of taking the workload down? Yes, 100%. But that's when I'm able to pay people to do this shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. When that's I'm able <laughs> when I'm able to not be as hands-on to everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? When shit can literally... Go hit autopilot and shit's just fucking flowing. You know what I mean? But niggas don't understand. It don't just happen that way. You got to get to that point. You know what I mean? For a CEO to take off, to have vacations, to have all of this shit, he got to have a fucking person in place Mm -hmm. that ain't going to burn the fucking business Mm -hmm. down while you gone. You know what I mean? And shit like that is very hard to find in this climate that we're living in today. Niggas ain't trying to work. And damn sure ain't trying to live on another man's vision to push your vision through. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Everybody want to hit the the turbo button to get to the, yeah, I want a vacation every day. Yeah. Like, no, bro. A lot of work comes in between that process, bro. 100%. A lot of work. A lot of work comes in between that shit. You don't have to put in your 10,000 hours. like 100%, though. And I'm telling you, I'm putting in the motherfucking work. You know what I'm saying? And that's, you know... If somebody has to take, you know, a L on the back end, sorry, Ma, but this is, is what some, I'm doing. There is some selfishness that comes within. I was watching Ty Lu's interview on Pivot Podcast, and he was talking about how he couldn't even make 
certain funerals of people that passed in his family because the Clippers was on a slide mm-hmm. and he had to stay. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think about even even with my dealings with family, like as this podcast has grown, I seen myself not really having certain interactions with certain family members like how it used to be. Mm-hmm. Cause and it's not, trust me, it's not. Cause like, bro, honestly, you just be mentally kind of like drained, so you just want to take that time. And just, I've always, every y'all know, I've always been like a by myself. Mm-hmm. Y'all know, yeah. Mike ain't really gonna mix up and do a whole bunch of things. I really do keep to myself, and I value my my like my me time. Yeah, but. Like, I understand it when I hear Ty Lue say it. Not saying I'm on the same level as Ty Lue, mm-hmm. but I get it. It's like, damn, bro, there is some selfishness that come with this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's it's no malice at all. That's just what it is. Like you said, like, my mom more than anybody, she understands it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But it's like, so when you talk about inserting somebody else into your life, honestly, bro, and, this, and I'm not saying it always work. Maybe you would have... To have somebody like Marcus said earlier who is either doing something or maybe in the same lane that you want yeah, to where they completely understand what you got going yeah, on. You see what I'm saying? Y'all both work together. Yeah, you and that's and that's the, you know, ultimately I know there's people around that, you know, are, are huge believers into what the fuck I got going on and what yeah, I yeah, got yeah. shaking and shit like that. But then it's, it comes to times of like, you just got to read the fucking room. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like to know like, all right, bro. This nigga's locked in over here. Like, let me go find me something else to do. You know what I mean? Or let me not let me let this nigga be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, bruv, if I'm trying to if I'm really trying to get the fuck up out of here and and really make noise out here, like I'm really trying to, and, and pushing to do, you know, that all like me wanting to make somebody happy and my and, and also still have my happiness. Like I'm, you gotta have to pick and choose that. Like me in the state right now, like I have to pick and choose. You know what I mean? Like if 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 it's somebody who's nagging, I'm calm. You see what I'm saying? Like if you calm over here, I'm calm. That's somebody who I can fuck with. You know what I mean? Like they can understand and respect the boundaries of. I don't need to be up under you all the fucking time. time. You yeah. see you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's we have to set the bar of this boundary. And you remember I said this shit before when I was like, you know. The, the whole switch up of when I lay the shit out when you first meet somebody you say like who you are and what you have going on and I go ahead and hit you with this long list of all the fucking jobs and everything I have my hands on that ain't cap you see what I'm saying this is what when I said this shit you should have heard me now if you're thinking two months three months on the line that I'm going to start kicking shit off like stop doing shit just to fuck it with you like, my, this shit was here way before, before you. This shit going to be, be way after, after you. you. You see what nice. I'm saying? And that's the thing. Like, some people's mentality is to change a man, to 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 mold them to their liking. Especially and, when you start feeling yourself hitting a pinnacle. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's way different thing because you don't want nothing fucking up that climb. Nah, you don't want all. nothing fucking up that climb. So I think that's something that everybody pretty much, um, they sit back and they even have that, that conversation themselves with it. But I'd I mean, be pissed, dog. I ain't gonna hold you. I'd be shitting. Like if I if I if I if I box out some time to kick it with somebody and you just you off, like your energy, your aura and everything is just off, like because you got some fly shit going on. You could have you could have told me you need some solitude today and I would have respect the fuck out of that shit. Man. Then fucking you have me in here looking at you <laughs> and playing what's wrong? 
what's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> I can't read minds, bro. And I'm not here to try to read a mind. Facts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, just tell me what the fuck it is and let's keep it. If you need some time to yourself, cool. You need a bottle, you need some wine or some shit, I'll run to the store, dap you up, peace. I'll, I'll holler at you at another time. You know what I mean? I'm, I really just want to be a very transparent person. Just lay it out how the fuck it's going to go, how it's supposed to be, and let's, let's rock yeah. it out. And if it doesn't fit your agenda, your criterias, cool. Because at this grown-ass age, you should know what the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Everybody should know what makes them happy and what doesn't make Facts. them happy. Yeah. And if you if you don't know that, maybe you need to go see a therapist for real. You know, like yeah. that can help. That's a that's a step yeah. right there because you really need to tap into whatever your traumas are that you can't even recognize what's in front of you. So perfectly said, my nigga. Yeah, man. So uh, Isaiah Thomas and Michael Jordan, man, still beefing. Where we at with it, man? Man, I ain't Zeke. really got to say. We all man, seen it on the timeline. Zeke, Zeke, I mean, I fuck with Zeke. Zeke my dog, but Zeke just got to let that shit go, man. That's just a dub, bro. The nigga is not going to ever, ever in his life apologize to you about that shit, dog. Or publicly. Never, nigga. I laugh when he said publicly. Psh, you'll never get that shit out of Jordan, bro. And if it do, it be a, a rare fucking day, I tell you. Yeah, it'd be a cold day in hell before that nigga get on television and be like, I'm sorry, Isaiah Thomas. Y'all niggas, how him and Magic had that sit down. Nigga, Jordan's not doing no... Jordan not doing no sit down with no nigga. Barkley ain't getting a sit down. Pippen ain't getting a sit down. None of these niggas is getting a fucking sit down. You take that shit how it go, nigga, and you keep that shit moving, bro. That's just how Jordan gonna play that I shit, I don't understand bro. what he... To me, it sound like he, like... Charles Oakley said they had the clip because that was from an old All the Smoke episode and he was like Isaiah Michael don't want to be your friend and that's what it sounded like to me like yeah he going against Mike he going against bro you asking for an ap- you want to be friends with this nigga but yeah. y'all don't fuck with each other and, and and me and Jordan just had this conversation on the podcast about bro if we don't rock with each other that don't mean we gotta have beef we just don't fuck with each other yeah. so just let it the fuck go and everybody is gonna I seen people are using Isaiah Thomas as a vessel to get off their hate for Michael Jordan I don't give a fuck if you hate him, but that's just what it is. <laughs> and it just seems like everybody's using Isaiah Thomas as the vessel. Like, bro, tell a full story. Like, Isaiah Thomas is painting it as if he's a victim. Like, bro, it's the reason why Magic Johnson don't fuck with you. It's the reason why he don't fuck with you. It's the reason why Mike don't fuck with you. No, well, Magic, they got back cool. You see what At I'm one saying? point, they didn't fuck with each other. Exactly. But, they got back cool. but here's my thing, though. At the end of the day, he can say whatever it is and say however he feels. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. you as a grown man, if you're trying to like, if it was me, right in this situation, and let's just say, I don't know, I'll just use a random name, Jerome. Michael really wants an apology from Jerome for some shit that he did some years back, yeah. and I'm constantly arguing this shit on social media all the time. How would that be looked at as? Like, let's like if we take Isaiah Thomas' name out and Michael Jordan's name out and insert two other names, this would be looked at as some lame shit, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be a one man like, begging uh, uh, another man for an apology. A spade is a spade, my nigga. Yeah. Like, fuck all the Jordan legacy, what happened, all this other shit. We ain't got to argue about that because I ain't arguing about that no more. Yeah. I'm just talking about this act right here in itself. That would be looked at as some lame shit, my nigga. I definitely would be. Like, Mike, let it go. Yeah. You up here, you crying on Twitter. You crying on Instagram, you crying on your podcast about getting this apology from this nigga that y'all obviously not seeing eye to eye on, bro. It's not going nowhere. Let it the fuck go. But with Isaiah Thomas and Jordan, oh, niggas, look, oh, yeah, that, 
No, bro. Just take out the names yeah. and insert other names. Yeah. I fuck with Zeke, but Zeke do got that attitude of like, he's, he's Zeke got that attitude of like, yeah, he gotta tell, he gotta let niggas know, like, hey, I started this first. We did this first. But yeah, that, bro, but here's the thing: Zeke, feel like he need that Zeke is recognized as arguably a top five, top three point guard all time. Yeah. You've had documentaries about you and the Bad Boy Pistons, my nigga. You're revered, so for you to feel, you willingly gave your soul to Jordan. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. I'm talking about as a man. It looked like you just gave this man your soul. You gave this man all this for what? You're a legend in your own right. And to me, again, to me, it looked like as if. You're upset that Michael is revered in the light that you will never be revered as. That's just what it is to me. But I think I think he know that. But I think where Isaiah is sometimes it might come. Maybe he's just looking at it like I made Michael Jordan apologize to me. It could be looked at that light, or it could be maybe he could be genuinely sincere. My whole thing is Jordan is never gonna give you a fucking apology, bro. And he give you he gave you your props on last dance. That's yeah. like he keep talking about the last that, that, my nigga, he say you you one of the greatest point guards ever on the dock. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like take it for what it is, but it's see it's the pick me attitude. It's that's what it seemed like yeah, to me. Like pick me, choose me. Like that mentality is disgusting, bruv. Because this is this is the outcome of this shit. Nothing's good enough for that. You know what I mean? Nothing will be satisfying until, okay, now Jordan does this fucking apology. Now what? Like, now what, nigga? How many years is this shit removed? Because y'all not going to be friends. Like but he... how many years is this shit removed? You see what I'm saying? 30 yeah. years, So Drew. even an apology, what does that change? Nothing. You are you. Michael Jordan's him. Your statue will still be where they at. You know what I mean? Nothing changes from that. Let that shit go. Just gotta let that shit go. He got his own thing going. Isaiah Thomas is a very uh he's a very great businessman. He got a lot of businesses he doing and shit. So this man don't need no Michael yeah, Jordan apology. Like just yeah, you know, he's not he's never gonna give you that. But shit. it's a pick me it's a pick me mentality, man. But breaking news, Tristan Thompson just signed with the Lakers. Him and uh Shaq Harrison are now with the Lakers. So breaking news on we're just a messenger sports topic. Yeah, man. There you go, Marcus. How you feeling? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Why we, why we do that? That's a LeBron tag right there. <laughs> no, why we do that? That's that LeBron shit right there. He's talking about we could... Nigga, Dwight Howard's in Taiwan right now. We can't just go and get this nigga back? Putting up 40 and 20, nigga. DeMarcus Cousins is... is DeMarcus Cousins sitting around this motherfucker somewhere. We can't just get him back? Tristan Thompson. Dog, give me Dwight Howard, bro. What the fuck Shaq we doing, Harrison. Bro? But yeah, man, I think, again, Isaiah needs to let that shit go. It's a lot of shit that's that's pent up in this nigga's body. I think he got to talk to the man upstairs about that. For sure. Honestly. Because that's the only person who can give you the answers that he's looking for. Because Jordan ain't doing it. Yeah. We all know how he get down. That's my thing. When you know somebody is of a certain character, regardless of how you may feel, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, Mike feels like you're an asshole. You feel like he's an asshole. Mike told his stories about his first All-Star game. He said he and felt like he got froze out. With, he felt like he got froze out. But here's the thing. Mike ain't been bitching about that shit for 30 years. You the only one. Because Mike done. Like, but let's, let's, let's throw it out there because I could be fair. If you felt like Mike did some type, type some, some sucker shit to you, Mike feels like you did some sucker shit to him. So it's a clash. Y'all never going to come to an agreement, and that's okay. There's a lot of factors with that because, you know, Isaiah Thomas is from Chicago, and like Charles Oakley said, he might have felt like that Chicago – 
you know, became a Michael Jordan city. He came through and, and took that shit over, which to me, I feel like, bruh, even though Jordan, yeah, he came in Chicago, but nigga, you still are from Chicago, so I don't know why you would, you know, feel some type of way about another nigga who's like, he didn't choose to come to Chicago and try to take your city over, nigga. He That's what drafted. came with it. Yeah, he just, just That's came just what with happened. it. He would have went, if that nigga went to... That nigga would have went to Dallas. That nigga would have to Milwaukee. Portland. It would have been, 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 been the same shit wherever he landed at. So you can't really get mad at him for that. And then, um, you know, I also heard um, Jordan was in like an elevator with Isaiah Thomas. And he didn't like, he didn't want to like, you know, disrespect him or step on his toes or nothing. So he didn't say nothing to him. And they said that when Isaiah got back to his locker, um, I guess, you know, I guess back to the All-Star game around the other players, he was like, oh, Jordan think he better than me and he ain't say nothing to me and shit like that which to me once again that sounds like some whole shit but because it's like bro if you really felt that way you could have just approached that man that man was a like he was like in the second or third year second or third year when that shit happened so it was like bro you could have approached that man if it was really and that's what i'm saying like i ain't shooting nobody no bail i'm just going off of the one man who's been talking the other man don't be talking and like I said, if you feel like Mike did some asshole shit to you, Mike feels like you did some asshole shit to him. Mm-hmm. Neither one of y'all going to budge because of your attitude, so just yeah. let it the fuck go. But it do seem like he's trying to change the narrative yeah, around him. But see, he he's not he don't tell he don't tell the shit that he did. You get what yeah. I'm saying? You know Everybody I mean? knows Michael Jordan's a fucking asshole. Yeah. We've seen the last dance doc, yeah. bro. No, you're not saying nothing that nobody don't know. We don't see. You're not saying nothing nobody don't know, my yeah. nigga. But see, I think it's more of like he's trying to turn people against Jordan. And it's, again, 30 years removed, bro. Like, no, was, like, like Charles Oakley said, like Isaiah Thomas doing this thing now where everybody's better than Mike. Okay, cool. You not better than Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the real shit. Yeah. Like, what, it does seem like, it, and... And trust me, I've been only been on Twitter five years, and I'm already burnt out on it. This whole Jordan thing, his legacy, who he didn't face, who didn't do this, da-da-da-da-da. And yeah, it does seem like this seems to be this thing now where he wants to, him, not him in particular because he's a part of it, this group of people now want to change the narrative around Jordan and what his legacy was because everything is hypotheticals. It's the same thing with Lil Wayne. I put them in the same boat. Anytime I hear these conversations about Jordan and Wayne, it always start off with one word, if, 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 yeah. if. It don't matter about if. What the fuck is? Yeah, what, what, what actually happened? What actually happened? What actually happened, my nigga? Yes, in 84, rookie of the year. 85, he broke his foot. 86, he was in the playoffs. He dropped 63, lost to the Celtics. 87, lost to the Celtics. 88, lost to the Pistons. 88, probably his greatest individual he still lost. of all time. Yeah, still lost still. But. So let's keep going. 89, lost. 90, lost. 91, he won. 92, he won. 93, he won. 94, he retired, tried to play baseball. He was ass. 95, he came back for 17 games. He lost in the semis to the Magic. 96, 72, and 10, swept the Magic, got revenge, beat the Sonics. 97, he won again, beat the Jazz. 98, he won again, beat the Jazz. Retired, came back for the Wizards for two years, did his thing, and he bowed out. That's what the fuck happened. Straight like that. What are we talking about? Straight like that. Everybody else want to throw in all these variables about this, that, and the third, it's bro. A very it's line, matter, it's bro. a very line drive career, bro. Once he yes. hit 91, it's... It's just up. Yeah. We don't got to do all this for... No, no, bro. Like, it was a straight line drive, yeah. my nigga. <laughs> Once 91 yeah. got here... Once 91 came, it was, it was, all, it it was, was a straight line drive. You had a little bit of bump with 94, 95, but 96, 97, 98... 
Wizards years, I'm not even about to even count that shit. Even in his Wizard years, he was still balling on niggas, yeah. so it, it didn't matter. Yeah, but Isaiah like, Thomas definitely needs to just, bro, dead it. Yeah, dead that shit. Gotta dead that shit. I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with Zeke heavy, and too. I fuck with Zeke. Zeke is a fucking legend, and yeah. that's the shit that kills me. And like, it's in comparison with like, you've won. I don't understand this thing with people who've already won who feel the need to constantly bring up some negative shit my nigga you're a legend in your own light you're winning why are you still pulling at this one thing like it has that much power over you and i also think zeke fighting for his respect too i ain't gonna lie nobody be disrespecting zeke though that's the thing see this is the thing if you look at his all the smoke interview he was a lot of things he was addressing as far as like okay you know um he said you know as far as like three guard offense, Pistons was the first to run that. Okay. He said, um, as far as having big shooting threes, Bill Lambeer was shooting okay. threes. He said, we we got to give us credit for that. Um, he said some other things too that he you know he felt like he wanted credit for. Also, uh, with the Toronto Raptors, he felt like um, he he needs to get more credit for that because he did introduce he did I think he was the owner of the Toronto Raptors. Okay. Um, he said the C said uh, he was the owner of the CBA. Which basically the NBA kind of took their formula and made it into the G League. Okay. He said, yeah, he gets, you know, he needs to get props and credit for that. So, but 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 you saying that just speaking to what Drew's saying about the pick me shit because yeah. here's my thing. Outside of that, since I've been a kid, I've always seen documentaries about the Pistons. Yeah, me too. Sports Century is a show for any young listeners that I have on One this podcast. Sports Century used to be on ESPN Classic, and the they shit. covered a lot of sports stories. Yeah. The Pistons was one of the most popular ones as it was always on there. Isaiah Thomas has a background story. Yeah. The Pistons have a background story. Uh, yes, it does revolve around Jordan, beating Jordan. You know why? Because he's revered as the GOAT. You do get credit for beating the man. And you beat a lot of... You beat, you beat Larry, Larry Magic, Magic, and Mike. You, what do you mean you're not getting... Like, bro, you've gotten your props. You get your respect. What more do you want? Like, you said, what more... Okay, you get the apology. Now what? It's not changing nothing as far as how you're looked at in basketball. And 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 not for nothing, just on some fact shit. You the only nigga to have your whole name on a jersey, bruh. <laughs> Niggas don't even know to know that that nigga Isaiah Thomas had his full name on a jersey. I think he was either a rookie or his second year, bruh. Like, so it was something around the year. So I don't know what more he want, bro. Like I don't he's not getting that apology from Mike though. No, nah, that's what I'm saying. He could dead that. That's never happening, bro. You but it it does seem to be a narrative around, and I'm and I tell him and I, and I tell him just like I tell LeBron fans, I'm gonna say, listen, it's gonna come a time, 15, 20 years from now, people are gonna try to discount what LeBron has been doing in this league the same way y'all do it for Jordan. So be careful. There's gonna be a time when Wimby is up there doing his thing, and they be like, oh, LeBron never had to do this. LeBron never faced this talent. LeBron never did it. It's going to come. As much as y'all keep pushing that shit, y'all, y'all going to see it affect. So just be careful about how you speak about certain players and be lying about certain shit. Like, stop lying. Stop trying to recruit. Stop trying to rewrite history. That's it. That's all I really got to say about that shit, man. Isaiah Thomas, I fuck with you. You a legend. One of the greatest point guards. I personally got you top three all time. Yeah, I got him top three. I got Isaiah Thomas top three all time. Yeah, but, too. bro, let the Jordan shit go, my nigga. Just let it go. You up there, you tweeting. Like about this. Like this nigga be replying to all these fucking tweets about Jordan. It's like, my nigga, you're not getting no apology. And people ain't, minds ain't changing on that man. No, he's still the the GOAT in in 95% of people's eyes in the the game of basketball. That's just what it is, my nigga. That's what it is. So, playoffs about to start. My Bulls are in the play-in. 
We got a playing game, I think, Wednesday or Tuesday versus the Raptors. Hawks got the heat on what? When y'all play, Drew? Tuesday, Wednesday? Uh, I know we got a game tonight. This is our last regular home season. Yeah, today's the last game of the NBA season. It's all about UD, nigga. Finally giving up that bench space. <laughs> I seen that video of people wishing him congratulations on his final game. I kind of felt like a lot of that shit was performative. So, wow, like, come on, man! Like final game, like stop it. Bro. But shit, I mean, I'm gonna keep it funky with you. You know, he, he, you know, he is snatchy. He is taking somebody's roster spot. But in this day and age of basketball, I think is maybe might be a little beneficial to have somebody like that. Maybe not taking a roster spot, but just being on the staff in a sense. Yeah, but he should have been that for the Jawan, last year. Jawan, Jawan Howard, Howard literally worked his way off from. The, the bench? bench, the bench to suits. Exactly, yeah. nigga. A smooth transition. He wasn't up. taking a roster spot, bro. Come on, Jawan wasn't was taking a roster spot. Come on, now. come on, come on now. Like it has, and I know UD don't like to hear that shit, but it is what it is, bro. Like twenty years, thank you, thank you, three championships, bro. You know, much respect, much success. You are a legend. Um, you know, hats off to you, man, for everything you've done for the organization and yeah. for Miami. Yeah, you yeah know? From, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm never going to knock the man, but it's time. It, it was last year was time. The year before was time. The year before was time. But you know, I think that the last. Bubble, yeah, that bubble should have been the end. That yeah, should have been the end. I mean, I, I appreciate you getting in uh, the White Howard's face and, and about to flex that nigga up. Like that shit was comical. But other than that, man, it really hasn't done too much out here for the heat, man, to make us, I mean, other than some words, respectfully, you know, that I can see. I feel you, bro. Like, uh, it, it, it ran its course longer than yeah. what it should have been, my nigga. There's no way you should still be I out here. I think he just, he had to get that 20 seasons in. For what? He didn't play. For the last what? I mean, but don't Like, you, really play. Isn't con- don't you, I'm pretty sure there's something a benefit for making it 20 years in the NBA. Bro, I, I'm pretty sure I, I could there's, be, a, there's some financial benefit. Yeah, but that, but I could I could be wrong, but I don't think he's played any real time since the 2014 NBA Finals. I could be wrong. God I mean, damn, bro. Not like that's nine years. That's ago. seven not, years stealing a check. Not not like he's played like he gets in the game and it's like you know standing ovation and every time he gets in, but it's not nothing to like. Like nigga get out there and get like three thousand and he's out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's not the nigga's not really trade. doing he's getting in the game. Don't get me wrong. He's getting in the game, but he's not getting buckets, like putting up ten, grabbing ten boards. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's like, not effective out at there. At all. So even Vince Carter was a tad bit effective. Yes, he was a tad bit effective. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I mean, Vince Carter would give you like he might be like fifteen buckets. You and, know and, what and I mean? he might fuck around a dunk one. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, what's your prediction for the for the Heat Hawks game? We got to get it done, man. I mean, Tyler Hero was talking that good shit. Like, you know, like, niggas counting us out. This this is the position that we wanted to be in anyways. Okay, this, this nigga, that. was a one seat last year. Y'all on should now. beat the Hawks. We definitely should beat the Hawks. Y'all should beat the Hawks. Definitely. Take even, out take out Trey. Even though I hate Jimmy Butler with the bottom with the bottom of my heart. That's tough. I, I hate Jimmy Butler. I, I hate stand his alone game. with that one, brother. I hate his game, but y'all y'all should beat them. Y'all should, y'all should walk away. For sure. One. For sure. And then um, if y'all the seventh seed, then y'all who y'all gonna be going up against? What the Celtics? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that too. Tough crowd. Let's get them niggas out the way. Sorry, Mo. Let's get them niggas out the way. I so. mean, you say that every year. Y'all got a little Facts. rivalry going on. Facts. Y'all, but best. I I want give us the top niggas first, bro. Let's get them out the way. Celtics probably gonna yeah. punish y'all, boy, if y'all play. Celtics probably gonna punish. At y'all, what boy. minute mark is this? 
three hours and 51. I re- we revisit this we'll again now, okay? We we'll revisit this, all right? If the Celtics and the Heat go up in the first round, I think y'all boy getting punished. Hey, man, you need to worry about your boy Tristan. How about that? Man, I ain't worried about Tristan. <laughs> you need to worry Yo, about him. How the fuck we signed this nigga, <laughs> dog? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> we, have, we have so much good trades in the, you know, during the deadline, and then we pull this shit. Like, I mean, the seating won't get finalized for the day, but as of right now, y'all still in the playing. We got to win. We still got to win. I mean, so we play against the Jazz today. That's just comical. Y'all, y'all right at the seven. The Golden State Warriors they play today. They play at three thirty. Who do they play against? No, I lied. Golden State plays. Oh, one o'clock. No, three thirty. They play the Blazers. Okay, they're gonna win that. So that's and y'all play at three thirty. The Jazz. So we gotta beat the Jazz. The Sandins. The Sandins are from five to ten. Have not. No, five to eight have not been finalized yet. Minnesota's locked in at nine. OKC is locked in at ten. Okay, but for us, New Orleans, LA, seven and eight, Golden State, six, Lakers. I mean, Clippers are five. I mean, the Golden State is going to stay at six. That means we're going to get a Golden State versus Sacramento first Sacramento round. Sacramento first round. Phoenix and Clippers right now would be four and five. Y'all would play New Orleans for the playing for seven. Yeah. And if y'all have the seven, y'all play, we play Memphis. We play Memphis. Yeah. And if we get the eight, we play Milwaukee. I, mean, I don't know, Mike. It's gonna be tough sledding. I don't have us beating Milwaukee. I have us. I have us beating the Raptors and the Hawks but, to get the eight seed. But after that, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I didn't think we was gonna beat a nine seed. Shout out to Don Dropper. He had a uh, predictions back on October eighteenth, actually, about us being a nine seed, and I was like, we was gonna revisit that, but I was wrong. He was right. He had a good an- analyst and breakdown as to why. And Lonzo Ball is part of it. And honestly, I can't be mad at that breakdown. I didn't think we was going to take a dip like that, though. I still thought we would be in between three, four seed. Mm. But hey, it is what it is. I'm glad to see Zach Levine is playing back to the level that he was last year since the All-Star break. Been playing out his fucking mind. Team defense has been up. Um, offensively has been our struggles this year. But I think we can put it together, man, and at least get in the playoffs. Yeah, y'all could, y'all could crawl your way in there. So who who is Can't y'all? believe Dallas not in that shit. That's crazy. I can believe it. I, I did not see them I not making the playoffs, bro, believe, when they got Kyrie. I didn't see that. I could believe it because for I'm not – and I'm not – So when that trade happened, you thought they was going to miss the playoffs? I didn't think they was going to miss the playoffs, but it didn't surprise me when they did miss the playoffs because you have these two ball-dominant guards who are trying to figure it out. This ain't the year for them. Next year is probably going to be the year for them. I think he resigns long-term. I hope he resigns long-term because I don't want to see Kyrie get in that bounce-around game. I don't want to see that. I want to see him establish himself in a, in a, I with, a, with a good team. I can sign him doing like a, a three-year with an op or something like yeah. that. But he needs to stay somewhere, somewhere long-term. He needs to stay yeah. somewhere to, to stop, you know, that bouncing shit. You know, even, you know, I would love for him to come to the Lakers, but if he stayed with the Mavs, I mean, that would still be a great move for him. It's just trying to – but I'm also hearing that they in 2024, on- this scared Luka might leave. I don't think so. I think they too dependent on all three and D guys who ain't consistent enough. The yeah. Tim Hardaway shit has run its course. Get yeah. rid of him. Reggie Bullock, get rid of him. Reggie, I keep Bertans, yeah. but just restructure that roster around Luca and Kyrie. Like, yeah. no, you, you need you, you need, need some bucket getters. Yeah, you need some other people who could to, to could put the ball. Like on the if floor. they had a Norm Powell, they'd be they'd be good. Somebody who could put the ball on the floor and could still shoot a standstill. 
That's what you need. But yeah, or 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 what's the what's the dude from the Raptors, the OG Wananobi? I can see OG him, cool. I I'll I can more... see him fitting in that role though, being that wing defender, still can hit the three. If you need a, 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 a something going to the yeah. basket, he could get you that because he's. Up I like Norm better though. I feel you. I, I like feel Norm you. Better. But I fuck with OG because he got he's 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 bigger than Norm. You know, OG's you. Yeah, about yeah, like yeah. Right, six eight maybe some shit like that. So Norman's like maybe six four six five. So playoffs is. Essentially starting next Saturday. So who y'all got going to the finals, man? I don't know, man. It, honestly, this shit is a... It's a toss-up. This is a real toss-up, man. Not for me. I, I think said, it is. You going to say Celtic Suns, right? Celtic Suns. Celtic Suns. Man, but you just can't never count the Warriors out. Man, I'm not rolling with the Warriors. I was wrong last year, but I'm not rolling with that Warriors shit this year. And I don't out, see man. Andrew Wiggins coming in being that impactful. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll get on a podcast. I'll say it. But um, I don't see him being that impactful after taking the hiatus that he did. And just they've been playing real bad team defense, and that's yeah. unlike them. They've been lost a couple of times on offense. Yeah. Like, this is not last year. Yeah, And they suck on the road, bro. They have a trash road record. Yeah, they suck. They're not even double-ditch wins on the road this year. But but the thing with them is the, with the championship teams is do you the experience you think experience the, the matters experience the, because when you play against the Kings in the first round your experience is well, gonna yeah, matter yeah, yeah, your yeah. experience gonna kick in now it's after that because even I think if you run against a team like Memphis even with your experience I think they just want y'all so who's the group of teams that y'all think y'all got going since it's a toss up I think the, if I had out to the choose, east and west okay so if I had to choose out the west I would go either Phoenix. I will go Memphis. Um, I'm not a believer in the Clippers. I'm just not. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just not a believer in them niggas. Um, I, I will go Golden State. Those would be my three. And my sleeper, my sleeper, if they were just to fuck around and just make a run, is Sacramento. That's my sleeper. Okay. So that's my. You're form. not. You're not believing Denver at all. Denver see through to me. Gotcha. I feel like Denver. I feel like Denver could get gotten. I, I feel like if that. we play Denver in the eighth seed, if we get if we fuck around and fall to the eighth seed and play against the Nuggets, we'll beat the Nuggets. Okay, we'll beat the Nuggets. I got you. That's a fair assessment, Drew. What about you? Oh, what about the East? The East: Celtics, Bucks, Sixers. That's about it. Um, if I had to throw in a sleeper team in the East, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't really no sleeper. The East is just it's real cut and dry, bro. It's the first three. It's the top three. Got you. I don't even who who's the fourth? Who's the fourth? Cleveland. Name? Cleveland, yeah. It's 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 only three. Knicks and the Nets. It's, Drew, what about you? Uh for the toss up on the East, um seventy sixers, I wanna see where they you know, who they gonna who do they already have that locked in or they who they're playing? They'll play the Nets first. Okay, round. they got Nets. So they'll win. See, so we have to play yeah. Boston second round. They'll play Boston at the second, second round. round yeah. Ooh, that'll be a good one. Okay, see, like, that's what I'm saying. Like that's. Ooh, that'll be a banger. Right? That's gonna yeah. be that's a gonna good be a crazy one. series. That's gonna yeah, be a crazy, crazy series. But, you, but the Celtics own them niggas now. Um, yeah. Nah, Nuggets. I don't see them going far. That's what I'm saying. They see through. I don't, uh, on on the West, I don't see Nuggets going far. You see how you jump to the West? He don't fuck with Milwaukee at all. I don't fuck with Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> so he don't fuck with so Milwaukee. Just, so just I don't Philly believe in them niggas either. Boston. Though. Yeah, he got Philly or Boston. Yeah. Okay. Um, Man, I can see Philly making that run though. I don't see it. I can see Philly fucking around. But the thing, you know, the thing with the Celtics and them not to cut you off, Drew, is when the Celtics play the Sixers, bro. It's like the Sixers. Even if the even if the Celtics are down, they still just find a way to beat these niggas, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
They got it. They yeah. got it. And that's, and that's the thing. Like, But people do feel like this is the Sixers team that could probably get it done. But Possibly, I, but I don't see it. I don't and, see it. And I got Boston. Yeah. The only reason why I didn't say like Miami, I still I'm as of my sleep I'm gonna say Miami, and that's not just because I'm a, a diehard fan, but it's only because if if it connects and we learn how to fucking close out the game, because that's been our struggle all season was closing out the games. If you watch the games, we really be balling. It's just closing the bitch out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. The last five, five minutes. minutes. Holy shit! It's like everything goes wrong, dog. <laughs> everything possibly that can go wrong but, goes wrong. But that's why you have somebody like us. You're supposed to have a Jimmy Butler. Supposed to. Be I that get guy. that. I get that, and I get that. But there's also niggas on that team. Ninety million now. We could have got motherfucking Westbrook. I mean Harden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. I'm not letting that shit go, Mike. I'm not letting that shit go. I feel you, my You nigga. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you look at the shit. Because Harden been balling. Yeah, Come yeah. on now. You look at the shit. Of what what these niggas wanted? Come on yeah. now. Get rid of um, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, yeah, yeah. Tyler Hero, and um, the boy that the, uh, we sent to the Lakers. Um, I can't think of Kendrick Kendrick Nunn? Nunn. Yeah. Draft pick. Come on now. Yeah. What what he um What's um, Duncan doing now? Eating ninety million on the yeah, bench. Eating ninety yeah, on the bench. Come yeah. on now. They eat, yeah, they Come on. What we doing? But we'll see what y'all. What the thing with Miami is what when I see with y'all, I see that Butler is the only person when the shot clock running down who can create something for himself. Even though I fucking hate the way he even creates for himself, then they can still create for himself. I think other players like a Tyler Hero or something, they gonna have to. Somebody gonna have to create something for them. Not to say they can't create. He can't really create for himself, but. He's just not no guy that you can give the ball to when the shot clock's going down. You'd be like, all right, go on. Yeah. Shake something for me right quick. Yeah. He's, just, he's not really, really just Jimmy. Yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. you catch him going off a screen or something, yeah, he's great. But you need somebody, especially in the playoffs, when the shot clock winding down, somebody's besides Jimmy, somebody got to be able to. Yeah. And I mean, something. Tyler's supposed to be the guy. Like, he's he's taking big shots throughout the season and, and you know, his career. Um, but back on the West, man, I, it's, it's kind of like a no brainer that. You know, Suns at four is not really the Suns at four. That's, yeah, you know what I fact. mean? Like that's you're not really playing a four seed. I, I'm really. It's a long day for a lot of niggas who ever playing the Suns. Tell them that, bro. The more like, defeated with KD too, we gonna see though. Like that. I don't think they go on like no 17 one run playoff run or nothing no. like that. But, but I mean, bro. then but if they play against the Clippers in the first round with no PG, bro. Suns at five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Suns at five. Suns at five. Yeah. Them boy cooking them. Yeah. So, so you got who out the West, Drew? I'm Suns. Sounds for sure. I mean, like I said, Denver, Denver sitting at one. That doesn't move. that doesn't move yeah, me at yeah. all. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't see that shit. Um, I I just don't see it now. Grizzlies at two. They just signed a big boy off the D League four years, seven million. Yeah. That's nuts. But whatever. But he's on. He's two way though. He's two way. Yeah, two-way I get it. Yeah. I get it. He can. He can. Bring the ball up. He can fucking cross you down. All no, that I'm shit. He's a two way contract. Okay, so he, okay. he ain't just strictly on there for four. So he he's okay, between okay. that and the G League team. But Kenny you. Lofton straight though. Yeah, Lofton. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that would be. Yeah, he's the, a stocky player. That's yeah. what he would be a, a mm-hmm. X factor depending on how it lines up for Memphis. You I see what it. I'm saying? Because them losing Adams and Clark. Come on, now. that that hurts. That, that hurts. hurts. That front real. line is yeah. is very but big man versatile. So that 
that's where Adams lacks. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Adams can't take that ball down the fucking court and not look like a fucking caveman dribbling basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to have to run a small, like, if they play that, then they'll have to, if they start Lofton, then it'll be Lofton and Jaron Jackson. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to really work. I feel yeah. like if you the Memphis Grizzlies and you the seconds, like, if it falls and, you know, if you play against New Orleans in the first round, yeah, then I think you... you did, would you go if you're if you're a coach and you're coaching you got your team and you're missing Clark and Adams and that's your you know you, you know the main your main front line how would you attack New Orleans would you try to play big or would you try to kind of go small would you try to mix it up would you have maybe three three guards you know one and two forwards like how would you go and mix it up because Zion's going to punish whoever's down there was, yeah, like was, at the end of the day, he's going to punish who's ever down there. That's but he's not, he's, he's not. He's not playing. He's not playing. Yeah. Oh, he's damn, not, he's not. Okay. Yeah, well, so you're good then. You that. can play cover that. Now let's say you play against the Lakers. You got a nigga like AD. Yeah. How do you? How do you sub? How do you sub? How can you sustain that? But see, that's the thing. Um, the, some niggas are just going to be themselves. You just got to worry about the rest of the niggas. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? AD, he going to be himself. Stop LeBron, nigga. Stop the rest of these niggas. Stop that white boy. You know, you know what I mean? Like, other people beat you. You yeah. got to. You know what I mean? And that's just where it is. Like, sir, like uh, Joel and B. That's just a nigga that's just gonna be him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you can't you can't do shit against Joel. You gotta make others beat. That's you. That's just yeah. it. I mean, I like it. I like it because we have Kevin Love. Kevin mm-hmm. Love's enjoys taking fucking charges. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with like so big big men playing. The post game with us, it's going to be a little harder because Kevin Love does that job very well. With hey, hey, y'all got a front line, I got Bam. One hundred percent. Y'all got a front line. One hundred percent. So again, man, for us, we're going to have to shoot lights the fuck out. Um, I never would count out Golden State, so that would be my sleeper from the West. Miami's my sleeper from the uh, East. Right. Um, I really see the Suns coming out the West, and I see realistically how Boston has played. They should be coming out of the East now. Will they come out the East? That's that's to be determined. Their toughest their toughest matchup would be Philly in the second yeah. round, because I think they. I, I honestly believe they'll sweep they, they, Milwaukee. They, they, I like playing Milwaukee. against Boston. I like to see us really get after it. So I'm not going to count us out when we see them. We're going to see. Okay, them. we'll see. Yeah. All, right, all right, that'd be a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference. Yeah, there. Of course. So, yeah, man, we'll definitely see. I'm looking forward to playoff basketball. Um, oh, we didn't get to talk about the Angel Reese situation. Oh yeah. LSU. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. We, let me let me start off by saying I don't watch women's basketball i just don't like watching it there's nothing personal against any women i just don't find it that entertaining for me but i do want to give congratulations to uh the lsu women team for getting that done um shout out to angel reese and the rest of the lsu tigers for getting that done for a phenomenal year uh caitlin clark you know she's been doing her thing with iowa shout out Mm -hmm. to her Mm -hmm. um but it seems to be some very disingenuous conversations surrounding her and what's been going on lately um, you had the first lady, Jill Biden, make some uh, questionable comments as regards to, you know, basically inviting the losers to the White House when that's never happened. That's never happened before. Yeah. You don't invite no champion to the White House, any sport, NHL, baseball, yeah. cricket, lacrosse, whatever yeah. the fuck it is. If you're the champion, you go to, losers don't get to go to the White House. Yeah, no. But I feel like it has a lot of racial undertones mm-hmm. in regards to this LSU team. Um, of course, because, you know, Caitlin Clark has looked at as the, you know, the sweetheart of college basketball and she's white. She plays for Iowa, which I just seen their their ticket sales just you know sold out for next year. But we all know who buying those. Yeah, I don't need to get into that. But um, it just goes to show me that they didn't want to see a black, fully black team, uh, 
win a championship, the head, the the best player on the team be black, be boisterous and vocal as she is. Mm-hmm. She's deservingly deserves to pop her shit. Yeah. You know, they did what they were supposed to do. Nobody predicted them to win. You know, everybody was getting on her about her doing the, you know, you can't see me mm-hmm. thing with Caitlin Clark. And shout out to Caitlin Clark for being a real stand-up individual and saying, you know, it was nothing wrong with Angel doing that because, you know, she was doing yeah, it she too. Yeah, pop- she was popping her shit the whole tournament. Yeah, well, I'm going to shit the whole tournament. So I, I just want to say, you know, we know what it is. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. As a black man in America, I know what it is when y'all talking that shit about her being a piece of shit. David Portnoy, you know, who's had, you know, racist comments before, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, about, you know, black people, just period. So I'm not surprised at seeing what I've seen come from behind this. And actually, I predicted it. Yeah, man. And um, just to speak more on it, like, I honestly could be real with you. I never really was a big fan of women's basketball like that, but I did catch myself watching a lot of these women uh, tournament games uh-huh. more than I did in the men's games. Like the the women had stars. Like they got this uh, one girl from um, from Louisville. I forgot her name, but she was nice as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Caitlin Clark. They had Angel Reese. They had the, the USC. They had like they had like a lo- like a lot more stars. And what I'm kind of seeing is with the men's game far as college basketball and the shit is how it's transitioning is with these NIL rules and these transfer portals, you're about to see a lot more of these mid-major teams be in the Final Four. Them days of just having the, all the Kentuckys and all of that shit, I think that shit is slowly getting out of here. Like, mm. I think it's about to be a way, a way more open playing field. You got the transfer portal. You got niggas who leaving, you know, high Division One schools going to mid-major schools, and they taking those teams far. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be real interesting to see the college basketball landscape because UConn won the national championship. And don't get me wrong, I fuck with UConn. I love their history, but that championship game was a snooze fest. Like I I wasn't really into that shit. But the Iowa and um, LSU game, I was into that. Okay, I was into the LSU. I was into the um, I was into the uh, South Carolina Iowa game. Like it just seemed like. With women's college basketball, it seemed like they're they're marketing their stars. They're mm-hmm. marketing their stars. They're getting their stars. And, you know, Angel Reese even said, I know she wasn't, like, trying to shit on the WNBA, but she damn near almost make a quarter. Like, uh, she 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 damn near. She made, yeah, but I said she make over a quarter mil in NIL deals. That's Still in, in college. That's she make up. more than fucking WNBA players right now. Like, so... Hey, I feel like up. with that college women game, man, it, it's about to it is it, definitely the money is there more than I could tell in the in the you know in the you know for the men's yeah. side because the college women basketball their stars are staying you know yeah. niggas in you know in, in niggas in college they they getting the fuck on through mm-hmm. they staying for one year sliding or they going to G leagues or they going overseas and then they jumping into the NBA yeah. so. Um, the college basketball landscape for men is definitely going to be is going to be interesting and is definitely going to you know be something to look at towards you know the later years with these NIL deals and things like that. Yeah, I think you know it, here we go again, man. That's how I look it's, at it. Fuck it, it's it's black. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how it comes out. It always boils down to one fucking thing: race, black versus white. Point blank, shit. Mm-hmm. Period. It doesn't even make any sense that we sat here and saw this girl waving and all these fucking people face doing this fucking you can't see me shit. And now now the shorty wins her championship. 
Yo, I'm gonna pop my shit. Mm-hmm. Deservingly. Deservingly mm-hmm. pop your shit. You know what I mean? Like it's I love the energy, but now the backlash was again black versus distasteless. All these words, bruv, that's disgraceful and all kind of shit like that. You know, man, this shit is it's this simple, man. If you don't like black people, just say that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you don't want to watch black people, All these watch. Undertones. Listen, yeah. when it comes to sports, there's going to be a black person that's going to be in that sport. It don't matter and if it's dominating. hockey, yeah. swimming, track, uh, wrestling, motherfucking skateboarding, nigga, rollerblading. It don't matter what it is. Shit, we it's, taking over snowboarding. Come on now. So it's going to be. <laughs> so regardless, if if you and this is just to anybody who has a problem to see a black person be successfully. Out here getting a win. If you have a problem with that, you know deep down in your heart, this shit really bothers you. Turn the fucking TV off. Very that simple. Mm. The end. That's the end. Perfect. That's how I look at it. Because at the end of the day, we're going to keep being the best. We're still going to continue to outdo y'all. And we could take over any motherfucking sport we want to, if we wanted to. If and that's you, just what it all is. All you got to do is just let us, once we get in the yeah. door, we're going to kick this whole shit wide open. Come on now. So cool, we and shout out to Tony Yayo too. Niggas taking out that that John Cena shit. Niggas know Yayo did that shit first. Man. <laughs> shout out to my man Yayo, man. Yeah, man. So uh yeah, man. Um I just want to say shout out again to all the supporters and listeners um for rocking with us, continuously growing and you know, liking, sharing, subscribing, continue to run those subscribers. If you're a new listener, continue to subscribe, likes up, share it, tell somebody about it. You know, and uh, y'all just continue to be safe out here, man. Yeah. Be safe. Always yeah. please go home and make it home. Never let nobody trick you out your position. And never take life for granted. And if you're going for something, go at that shit full fledged. Don't fuck around with it. Don't pussyfoot with it. Always go at it 100%, man. Oh, yeah, man. Sure. I also want to big up that nigga Izzy. Hell of a fight yesterday in the UFC game. Did y'all catch it? Yeah, I didn't catch it. I don't watch I saw UFC. the highlights. I saw the little okay, highlights. Okay, yeah, man. I definitely stayed up for that shit. And shout out to Google Fire Stick because that shit has to pay per view for free. And I did not have to pay the $89 for that shit. <laughs> but um, hell of a fight. USC um, also combined with WWE. Um, so that's something that is fucking huge. That's like a billion billion dollars worth of uh transitions transactions happening between those two Mm -hmm. um so big up them niggas but um yeah man big up the city per usual big up mo big up you know everybody out there doing the work man keep doing the work and believing in yourselves you heard thanks so yeah man like we say every week on this show man you hear anything on the show to get you in your feelings you feel some type of way always remember we're we're just just messengers. messengers we out